This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Asia, hey, funny, funny running into you here. How, how you been? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. You know, no complaints. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I mean, it's it's just so... You watch Murray First Sight, right? I do. I do. So listen, I totally like just coincidence running into you. I, I was planning on doing a Murray First Sight podcast, and I was wondering if like you wanted to, to record it with me. You know what? I might have to check some flights, but I do have my mic already plugged in. I'm already uh, talking to you through StreamYard. So, yeah, I think I could go ahead and talk about it. Oh, my gosh. How lucky. That was totally unplanned, uh, you know, (laughs) thing. I I can't believe that the timing worked out perfectly. Perfect. Like, who who would have thought? (laughs) Look at us. (laughs) This was totally happenstance that this all lined up correctly. (laughs) If you were confused, uh, we we are here and we will get into. (laughs) <laughs> the the situation we just explained but we are here to talk about married at first sight season 14 where are they now episode 20 y'all we've been here for 20 episodes we did five it months, five months plus of, <laughs> of this show i can't believe it we did it and we are here to talk about the where are they now you know married at first sight just doesn't know how to stop giving us content that even on this episode at the bottom right it was like next week married at first sight the rules of marriage (laughs) it's like no you know what i'm gonna be doing next wednesday relaxing yeah they were so hyped they had two successful couples so far on this season they're like we got it all we know all the answers we're gonna give you the rules of the marriage we got it packed (laughs) Exactly. Oh, but I'm Asia. I'm here with my awesome co-host Jason Reed. Um, yeah, did you did you enjoy this Where Are They Now special? Um, you know what? For what it was, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, I'll say I'll continue to toot the horn like 
it did not need to be two hours. Uh, <laughs> I, I could have done with, we could have done with like two less awkward first blind dates, uh, you know, and we would have been fine in an hour. Yes, I agree. Um, I will say that since they were, you know, we were getting the updates on the, all the couples and then we knew that this like weekend getaway was coming. I was like, okay, when's it happening? When's it happening? We're at the last 30 minutes. I'm like, when are they going? <laughs> they they find, I was like, like one afternoon into an evening of the yes. weekend getaway. <laughs> I was like, is it gonna be a part two? <laughs> like so we're not even gonna get the morning after the goodbyes or anything. <laughs> like, and I was confused because at at many different people throughout many different points of this uh evening changed clothes. They yes. changed into clothes, back out of clothes, like it was obviously like shown out of order. But it was like, why why are people changing? Like, what's happening? So I was I had to go back and check like to see constants of people wearing the same clothes. So I was like, yeah. okay, so this is the same day. Like, we did not go to a new day. This is all one day. <laughs> yes, they had a outfits of the hour rather than outfits of the day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, I, you know, I, I usually don't expect much from these specials, but I will say there are a few things <laughs> I enjoyed. So I'm ready to break it down and talk about it all. Um, but before we do, there is some married at first night, married at first sight news that is hot off the press that we have to talk about. Okay, breaking news that, a- that Asia for sure <laughs> is is obsessed with. Okay, we already talked a little bit about it. Asia is obsessed about this news, y'all. Guys, Ari Lennox, Shea Butter Baby, Ari Lennox is dating Keith from season nine. Of Married at First Sight, who was once married to Iris, and uh, they decided on decision today. Well, he decided no, and so it broke our poor virgin's heart. <laughs> yes, the theme of their season was the fact that she was a virgin. They could never get on the same page. Their communication was awful, and from a viewer perspective, it always just looks like he just wasn't that into her. And so they they weren't together, right? But now he pops up out of nowhere and he is dating Ari Lennox. How did this happen? Did she watch season nine on Married uh, on Netflix and she like hit him up like, hey. Where where is where was Keith where was that season based in? That was was that what was where was that? Was that Texas? It, uh, North Carolina. No, not Yes, North Carolina, Charlotte. Okay. And she's yeah. from Washington, DC, right? Close enough. You, but it's Ari Lennox. She, she well, she's all over the place now. I'm yeah, sure. exactly. They don't yeah. have she. She might have a hometown, but she can be wherever she wants. She can be right next to Keith at all times. I know, and I like I. I am a heavy Ari Lennox stand. Like I used to always, whenever she was on live, I would just turn it on and put my phone down and just listen. She is hilarious. She is comedy gold. I love her music. So I'm like Keith, great. You you got you a great woman, and then Ari <laughs> Lennox, Ari girl, Keith, top five most handsome husbands. Like up there is Keith, of course, uh, Steve. <laughs> oh wow, you put Steve in top five? <laughs> not not for real though. Oh for sure, really? Y- yes, really. Okay, all right. I, okay. I, okay, y'all need to tweet me if y'all agree. Keith and Steve are up there. I I can't think of an a. Uh, the next three for me personally. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have Out to think all about it. 15 uh yes. 14 seasons right now. Ab- 
Absolutely. Steve is in the top five. Ryan from season 13 has to be up there if he cut his hair. Ryan short self? <laughs> I'm, I'm four, like 5'5". Five, five. I think Ryan's probably your height. No, he is taller than me. He has to be. Like, he's probably like a strong 5'8". <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you Ryan, Steve, Keith, you got two more. Oh my gosh. Okay, Ryan, Steve, Keith. This is so hard. Oh my gosh, you put me on the spot. Give me some time. We'll you said top it. five. I know, I know. It seems it seems easy. We might have but... changed the topic of our bonus podcast. I don't know. I know. This, is a, this is a steamy <laughs> topic right here. <laughs> top five most handsome husbands and why? <laughs> I'll be like, sure, I guess. <laughs> The Steve like, take, I think, is a hot take. I don't know if I don't know. I, I'm I might get some pushback, but I think that's a hot take. That cannot be a hot take. I mean, that is a very cold take. <laughs> Top five of all time. Okay. Yes, I mean they're not. I mean the pickings are. They're okay. Not that the pickings are slim. They're just I don't have a type, but they're just not my type. <laughs> listen i don't have a type i got all different types of exes okay for sure okay i would say top five we got okay top five is definitely okay steve and keith are you putting this in order or are we no we'll just jumble them up jumble them up steve and keith we got ryan from clara and ryan we have trey from Atlanta. So this is a throwback. Trey, Trey, Season Trey. three. He was with Vanessa. Vanessa went on and did her little spinoff show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, he had his little country accent. I don't need a cowboy like Alyssa, but oh Trey was really cute. Okay. Uh, I'm not loving and- these picks. I gotta tell you. <laughs> I, well, I need to know what your top five most handsome husbands are. I don't are. like. I can't even begin to like think, but just the way what you're rolling into me here, like I'm like, really, really, really. Uh, okay, last one. Okay, What's so, last okay. One? personality does play a part. So I okay, would say okay. if if okay. if we only had the faces up, honorable mentions would be Brandon and Elijahwan. But because of who they are and how they act, they get pushed to like the okay, bottom. That- that Five. makes more sense. That makes more sense. Okay. That does play a part in I'm how I'm sure I Zach see is you. in the honorable mentions. Zach is, yes. Those three are in the I, honorable I think I have mentions. an idea of what your last one should be. And I want to see if you have the same one. But go ahead. Oh, okay. Okay. So my last one, barely breaking it into the top five because of these, the personalities of those other three. I would have to go... Champagne Vinny. Okay. So let me ask you, where is Gil? (laughs) I don't know where Gil is. Gil is like top 10. I don't know. I don't know. He's like top 10. I have to think about who I would realistically, (laughs) you know, this is all realistic. Oh, yes, of course. (laughs) Who I could realistically. (laughs) Silly silly to suggest anything else. Who I would realistically be with. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know about Gil. I don't know. I would definitely, he's definitely top 10, but top five, like solid, like instant swipe right on Bumble, you know, would be. Okay. I mean, your list to me is suspect, but I, uh, 
you know, I, I can't give anything better, I guess. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to go down my top five of ladies because I feel like there's something wrong with I don't it's it's just a, it just feels weird yes. yeah it feels weird uh, that's fair that's fair yeah so we'll we'll save that for another another time probably not uh, but yeah right. okay interesting list interesting yes. list I feel like you got to boot Steve out of there I don't know I, I think you boot no, Steve and put Gil in oh my okay Gil would probably be like number six it's because of his height like is that what's like really like Steve attracted you to Steve? Yeah. No, just looking at look at him. <laughs> I got I gotta say, I, I think half the time Steve is emaciated. I don't know. Like just he has a great smile. He's just he's just he has a very attractive face. Okay. All right. I'll <laughs> so, uh, I'll I'll let you have your, your list. It's fine. Now that we've gone off the rails. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to highlight some five-star reviews. Today is the day that we are picking our random person. We've been advertising all season long. But before we do that, we are going to highlight some five-star reviews. Uh, So the first one I want to highlight is from Superstar. Uh, They said, always a joy to listen. Ah, you guys are great. Love listening to you both and hearing your perspectives. I love that we're always on the same page. Jason and Asia, thank you for making maths enjoyable because these last few seasons have been cray. LOL. Can't wait to listen next season. Hashtag got my booty train ticket. Hey, booty train. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have, yeah. So yeah. just to let y'all know, uh, since this is the last show of this season, we're going to kind of turn over the mailbag and, and uh, release, you know, the most recent ones we've got. We're going to do like six today. So the first one I want to highlight is from Denise Martin, 99. The uh, title is look forward to this podcast. Um, it's I enjoy watching maths and I love checking in with Asia and Jason to see if what I thought was really as ridiculous as I thought it is. Uh, <laughs> I.e. Alyssa and Lindsay. I think Asia and Jason communicate well and are thoughtful to each other. Lots of fun. Thank you Thank so you, much. We got another one from. Uh, CAG 279 subject all aboard the booty train yeah, <laughs> I did not intentionally pick all these booty train <laughs> reviews um, I've been listening I've been listening to this podcast in unsubscribed bliss but since we may actually end the season today fingers crossed I don't know that was not <laughs> I, the end of the season right? <laughs> like last week Right. I figured it was time to drop a five star review. Y'all's takes are not only hilarious, but insightful. I love that you provide a true recap along with commentary. I'm even now going to other rehab ups to hear your take. So thank you and see y'all in July. Yes, thank you thank so you much. Very much. Fantastic. Um, so the next one I'm going to do is from Dawn M815. Uh, it's entitled House Husband. Uh, it's a, a bit disappointed Jason and I don't get to fight it out over Steve as a house husband. But very thankful for your weekly thoughts. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm not putting Steve on any top five lists, but I would enjoy okay. him being being a, a a third of my marriage to take care of some of the housely duties. There's no way you wouldn't put him in like the top five nicest husbands. Okay, yeah, for sure. I'll, there I'll we put go. Him in top five nicest. I got no problem with that. That's that's <laughs> not it's not, it's that's a low bar to clear. Asia. <laughs> I know it's sad. A low bar to clear. It is sad. Um. The the next one is from B and B one two one zero subject. The title is 
I love this podcast. Just finished the episode on the part two of Boston's reunion. And these two always make me die laughing. Their coverage of the show is amazing as it is hilarious. I love the dynamic between Asia and Jason. It's perfection. Side note, I'm going to miss the Boston season because I die every time Jason goes into his impersonation of Lindsay. LOL. Anyway, great podcast should be required. Um, companion podcast to watching maths. Oh my yes. gosh. Thank you so much. That's, I love to hear that. Uh, you know, I will miss Lindsay and her smoker's <laughs> cough and her smoker's voice, even though I'm not even sure she smokes, but that's just how she sounds. Thank you so uh, much, B&B. <laughs> right. I'm not going to do that uh, anymore this, this episode because my throat's already messed up. So <laughs> That's how you're gonna, probably going to get this episode, y'all. All right. So if y'all will remember last week, uh, we had a review from KLPNY. Simply put, I love Asia. That was it. <laughs> Which I appreciate it. I'm, I know you did. I know, I'm sure you did. So I mean, I just, I read it last week, you know, not really knowing what it was. Oh, that's fantastic. KLPNY did some heroes work, resubmitted <laughs> their review, and I will read it for you here. Uh, it's entitled Great Maths Team. Uh, I love Asia and Jason too. Hey! <laughs> I have no idea what happened to my full review, but your take on it made me laugh so hard. I swear I'm a really good person and an awesome patron. <laughs> I can't wait to listen to your podcast each week. I love your back and forth uh, banter. Um, have you thought of doing Maps Australia with Sarah Carradine? It's no fun watching Australia without your insight. So listen, Maps Australia, I've I got them all saved on my DVR. I've me and my wife have watched like a couple episodes. Yes, they are nuts as well in Australia. Okay, let's get that straight. <laughs> but here's the problem, right? Mass America would not give us a moment's rest. Like if we had like a good like hiatus, we, yes. we might think about it. But my goodness, they they are not even. They're barely giving us a full month. Right. So sorry. Yeah, we have. But, you I know. know. Don't know if we can do like four full hours of mass every week because <laughs> I, I think the Australian one's two hours too. Yeah, and I, I mean, and if we didn't have so much other TV going on, I mean, Survivor, The Challenge, everything is on right now. Even though you know, kind of coming to a close right now, we need this this little break. So it's like if there was a way to, I don't know. There's, a, I mean, there's a way that we could give our. It, the 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 problem is watching it, having time to watch it. I think right. we could figure out some something creative in order to incorporate it as some bonus material uh, throughout the season if they like aired at the same time. Mm-hmm. But that's where it, things just get a little complicated. Yeah, it, it's a lot. As uh, one of our guests, Bryce Isaiah, likes to say. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, so yeah, so. Let's see. We're going to go ahead and pick a random person. I just did a random generator so I can pick a random review. And let's see. So we're going to. So the random winner. Oh, you want a drum roll? You want a drum roll? Yeah. Yes. It is Wendy O one one two one who left their review in February. Uh, she said, "You guys do an amazing job. It's well produced, and the format is great. I'm laughing along with you as I listen. And yeah, we we'll, we definitely all hate Alyssa. I really look forward to your podcast each week, and it's definitely one of my favorites. Thank you so much. So, Wendy, 
please DM me on Twitter so I can know it's you. Um, I don't know how we can prove that it's you, but just <laughs> come on, guys, just be honest. <laughs> and then we can work out sending you something special. So thank you all so much for leaving us reviews all season long. We can't say it enough how much we appreciate it because it's nice to know that we we have these thoughts about the show and y'all enjoy listening. So it's like we have just this little family of maths, you know, people who have opinions about the show. <laughs> <laughs> I was flawed. Yes, it is nice to know we have people that have opinions about the show that listen to us. Uh, but yes, it's very much appreciated. It lets us know that we're doing things right. Let's our bosses know we're doing things right and you guys are listening. So we really do appreciate um, all the love and all the feedback. Yeah, I mean, I watch some shows that people have no opinions about and I'm like, I wish, like, hey, uh, like on Freeform, I am a loyal watcher of Good Trouble. But do I know anybody that has any opinions about that show? No. I don't even know what that is. Exactly. <laughs> It's a spinoff of uh, the Fosters that had multiple seasons over on Freeform. Really, ABC Family. So it was back in the day. Anywho. Oh, ABC Family used to be Fox Family. That used to be something else. Oh, you go that way back? <laughs> you go oh, yeah, I'm way back. That right. way back? Okay. Yeah. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So yeah, let's get started. We have let's do it. we have a uh, jibber jabbered long enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so where are That's they? Some of that banter they're talking about in the reviews. Yes, we we had too much banter. Uh, so where are they now? Uh, we pick up five months since decision day, which actually was it, it, it five months. Was the reunion five months after? That's what as well? I, it was. And so what I'm thinking is this was a week or two after the reunion. That's crazy. Like, why yeah. would they do that? Like, could it have been a month, two months after reunion? Like, they have enough time to, to edit it, I guess. <laughs> listen, Mass is a like turning them out production. So they were probably already on to the next city and they're like, we don't got time. Let's just, let's, no, let's we'll, we'll follow y'all back home and we'll shoot <laughs> yeah. this little thing. Right, exactly. So uh, we start out at Lindsay's dad. We find out that Lindsay is in town she, for two reasons. She's visiting her dad and she's signing the divorce papers. 
Um, she has she moved to California a month ago. So I guess a month before the reunion, she actually moved to uh, California. Uh, she says she's still recovering from the reunion in the kind of everything that she was dealing with. And she said she decided on the, the day of the reunion. She's done talking to Mark. And she claims that that marriage really brought out the worst in her. And right now she's very happy. I mean, she says this like, yeah, I'm done talking to him as if Mark is like blowing up her phone. Like, yes, you talk to me like I'm sure Mark is happy to, you know, that you have decided not to be, you know, not to be in his life because you he doesn't contribute uh, to your life at all. So, you know, right. I'm sure Mark's fine with that. I mean, yeah. as of this moment in the show. Right. Yeah, so I mean, that was a little. I was, I, w- I was disappointed that we didn't get a lot from, uh, from Lindsay's dad because you know Lindsay's dad at the beginning of the season was like he had so many opinions, <laughs> so many opinions about his own daughter. Like, you know, why would you get married to her? Like, so <laughs> yeah, I, I was uh, upset we didn't get a lot any digs at her expense. So I guess. Yeah. Uh, so the next scene we go to is uh, Elijah Wan and Katina at home, happy little couple. Who would have thought? You know, <laughs> at, at any part of the season that we'd get to this point. And Elijah and Katina are our most stable, happiest couple. <laughs> right. like, and, yeah. And I, I don't know. I, yes, I never would have thought that. Um, and Katina does seem genuinely happy. Yeah. So that's a positive. Um, and so, you know, I know the big question out there that people are debating is like, has Elijah changed? Has he grown from where he was at the beginning of his marriage and his original thoughts? Yes. Is he at the level that Kevin Frazier said he was at? <laughs> Absolutely I don't think not. Anyone can get to the level that Kevin Frazier <laughs> said that he said Elijah was on. Right. Like he, Kevin Frazier thought Elijah was God last week and the week right. before. So right. I don't think we can get anywhere near that. Right. And it's also very hard that we're getting these like two minute highlight reels of their relationship because like the bulk of what we got this episode of Elijah was him as a friend we know Elijah is good as a friend we know that he is a good friend to these people so it's really hard to judge or we don't judge but it's really hard to have an opinion (laughs) what about you I I judge it's, it's really hard to have an opinion about him as a husband and just true the true growth that he has experienced yeah, I mean, it's like we talked about a little bit on the reunion. Is this is this an act now that he's realized like how much of an ass he looked on TV? Is yeah. this real life? I I I think it's I I think it's more real now just because the way Katina was interacting with him. So I mean, maybe it's for the better. I I wish I hope it's for the better. I wish them well. I I hope they're healthy now. All mm-hmm. good. So we get to we get to their apartment. Um, they are painting a canvas uh interesting <laughs> that we didn't get to see their artwork i, I was right. a little disappointed in that uh so katina says that they in confessional she says they've been doing great their bond has grown and he's now her best friend and he says you know they they can now get to know each other on a different level because you know there's no cameras around they are pretty much by themselves they say we don't even like really hang out with the other couples anymore um you know it's just pretty much all of us all of us is being around each other all the time uh, so, you know, in that vein, she lets him know, like, you know, I really love spending time with you, but, you know, it's getting to be a lot. Like, we're spending <laughs> a lot of time together. Uh, maybe it's time that we, like, you know, <clears throat> did some more activities apart. Like, yeah, hang out with my friend, hang out with your friends. Uh, she says, you know, she she says she loves him, but, uh, you know, we kind of need some balance. 
which is hilarious because I'm like, did they think, okay, we have to wear are they now special? We need something to talk about. Let's just say we spend too much time together <laughs> because yeah, this was just like totally like I don't know a nothing thing. Like, what can y'all bring to us? Like, yeah, well, we, we had this huge argument. We don't want to let them know about that because that's yeah. we, people already hate Elijah one. So let's think of something totally like little and not even real. <laughs> right. Let's look at let's let's try to do something that we can overcome in two hours. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, this is a this is such a non-issue. I mean, yeah, there are couples in the real world who can get so consumed in each other and like shut out everybody else around them, but I think for a new marriage, two people who did not know each other before this, like I w- would imagine their family and friends understand that they need this time to really get to know each other, especially without the cameras. I thought it was funny too that he was like, "We've been together almost a year now." It's like if the math is mathing, y'all were together for yes, seven months. So closer to half a year than a year. It's like I mean, if you want to get technical, you've been together for over half a year. That's true. So you can say almost a year, but that's that's not that's like saying that's like kids saying that he's five and a half. Like, (laughs) let's not count our chickens before they hatch. Like you've been together seven months, right? So I mean, just like he said, he's grown so much. Since he met her like last episode, like mm-hmm. we've been together, you know, seven months. Like it couldn't have changed that much. <laughs> Complete 180, according to Kevin Frazier. <laughs> um, so then we get a scene with Mark and um, so it's it's at Mark's like house. It's like the house that he has moved into. And the apparently the the litter box is not working correctly. It's supposed to, it has a fan that's supposed to spin and he has invited Steve over to help fix it. And then Chris comes as well. And so then Steve's like, how many guys does it take to fix a litter box? I just love Steve is like, Steve walks in. He's like, Oh, I'm the computer guy. I guess I'll fix this. Like, uh, <laughs> like uh, I don't even think Mark asked him to like, Steve just came in like, Oh, Computer thing broken? Let me let me uh, prove my skills, and I'll fix right. this computerized sensor because I had no computer stuff. <laughs> right. So, um, so yeah. So then, this is just a way to get them all together and catch up. And um, they do like a little round robin. Chris said his relationship with Alyssa is pretty much non-existent right now. Um, Steve wants an apology from Lindsay. He thinks that after the reunion, he he should get one, and. Uh, and uh, Mark, it gives them an update that like, OK, if all goes well, they're going to sign the divorce papers this week, which I think is kind of like, is that that's pretty quick in like married at first sight terms. Like, don't people usually take a while to get divorced? I mean, well, it's been five months. I mean, probably about four, maybe maybe less because they probably filed for divorce probably a month or so after decision day. So yeah, yeah. Only like three or four months. Yeah, that is kind of quick. I, I do think that the whole signing of divorce papers is really interesting. Like it's a first, like yeah, for Ranger First Sight to actually see that. I mean, this is only our right. second, like, where are they now special, technically? Um, but I think I think that was pretty cool that we got to see that part of the process. Yeah, we got to see the start and the finish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah, because I mean, even Zach from last season, he just posted on his Instagram like a couple weeks ago that he was officially divorced. Maybe it uh differs by state. Maybe it's something yeah. like that. So we're dealing with Massachusetts 
I know in North Carolina, they have to be married for a year. So that Charlotte season, they they couldn't start the divorce process until after a year. Um, I'm not sure what the policy is in Texas. Um, But yeah, so which is ironic. I've lived here my entire life. I guess I wouldn't know. Like, <laughs> like I do feel like I recently saw Michaela post something about uh, the divorce being official. Like this was probably about like less than a month ago. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm so, saying. Yeah, that Zach said that too. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. You just say Zach. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> they were together. <laughs> I'll try to forget that they were together. Okay. Right. You see him as a noise partner, or not noise, Bow's uh, Bow, partner. Yeah. <laughs> Separate entity from Michaela. Right. Um, so, so yeah, Mark's pretty excited about that. Um, we find out that Steve and Noi have been doing some home renovations so that Noi can feel more comfortable moving in. And Chris is like, is Noi still stuck on three kids? It's like, is, is it really, is this what we're talking about? Like y'all haven't, let's talk, let's wait till you get to the second kid to talk about a third. But no, this is an issue that they will. This is the Steve and Noy conversation throughout the entire Where Are They Now special. The entire thing. Listen, <laughs> I speak from experience. You may get to one and be like, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I think this might be good. I think we're good where we're at. So don't don't go like like filling your future up with kids. Like be like, let's see where we're at with one. See how we feel. They had to have something. I don't. I guess they couldn't think of what. What else could their relationship be centered on? Had to be that. Um. So then Chris tells them he's like, "So I started talking to someone. You may know her. It's Olivia from the New Orleans season. So that would be. See, was it season twelve? Yes. No. 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 Not no, season 12. eleven. 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 Yeah. Eleven. There we go. So. Oh, yeah. So earlier when I said Ryan, I meant Ryan from season 12, not 13. I'm already thinking season we're in season 15. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, Olivia was with Brett and th- this was the season that COVID started. So the pandemic started, not COVID. COVID didn't start during the season, but the pandemic started during the season. So then they had to stretch, basically doubled the process. Um, and so she was with Brett. They Brett decided to move out of the apartment. He left. It was a very toxic situation because there was no communication. He was just he was I, I wasn't a huge fan of Brett. And so then they end up getting divorced. And Olivia is just a wonderful woman who just got a terrible husband because she never the, he never gave it a fair shake. Yeah, I mean, uh, Brett was pretty awful. Um, you know, I think it was one of those marriages that like, you know, if you watch the show, like, you know, what kind of classifies in the marriages, like this was one of those where there wasn't a lot of affection. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure whether they consummated the marriage or not. I don't think they did. I don't think so. But I want to say that, you know, like you said, they, they pretty much doubled the length, but they still called it quits before the official decision day. They probably called it quits like around week 11 or 12 or so, probably because right. this is like a mega, <laughs> mega timeline. <clears throat> so yeah, he moves <laughs> out. He moves out. Uh, she, he takes all the stuff. She goes to visit her family. And when she's gone, he basically takes everything out of the house that was his during the process. Home, yeah, during the process. And she comes home to like nothing in the pantry. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was a pretty bad situation. He was a jerk. He was, yeah. he was, he was pretty bad. 
Yeah, and there were rumors after the season of, oh, are her and Henry getting together? And Henry was also on season 11, who was with Christina, and Christina was awful. Ooh, that was the, <laughs> Christina was the villain of that yes. season. Yes. Oh, my goodness. If y'all haven't watched season 11, it is an underrated season. Oh, uh, yes. It's a great season. Probably one drama of the most, and love. Yeah, one of the most successful seasons they've ever had. Um, but yeah, that was a great, 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 great season. Christina is the ultimate villain. Yes. Um, but yeah, Olivia and yeah. Henry, they were not together. They were just having some fun with Instagram. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, it's like, what boring person can we hook Olivia up with? Because that is her type. Yeah. And like, it was like, Henry, he's boring. Now it's like, Chris, he's also boring. <laughs> Perfect. You know, when he said Olivia, I was like, you know what? That could work. That's a great, that, I think that was a great match. Okay. Yes. Like, forget the fact that they live in like, Far away, far away from yeah, each other. Yeah, she is still in New Orleans, very yeah, much so. It, and you know, throughout this whole like special, I was like, you know that that meme of like, I think the guys, it's like a stick figure guy. He's like poking something. He's like, come on, do something. Like, mm-hmm. That's kind of how I felt about Olivia. Though. That's all special. Like, come on, do something. <laughs> I she like was just her. Kind of there, like I, I like her. Is, but she's I, so sweet. She's sweet, but she just kind of like. She's there. What do you want like, her to do? I don't know. Like, just something. Something. Yeah, like, she didn't do anything. She didn't really say anything that interesting. Like, yeah, come on. I just, I, she just has a very, like, pleasing presence. I, I like that she wasn't, well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. But, yeah, what's my goal about? So, so she, so Chris tells us that she, um, they've been talking online, but they haven't met in person. Um, but he's flying her up for a first date to Boston. He, uh, the key quotes. word is he is it, flying her. Listen, he ain't flying her nowhere, okay? <laughs> Meredith First Sight Production is flying Olivia into Boston. You don't we'll talk about this. We'll get into this, but you know, the he is in quotes. He is flying her to Boston. Meredith First Sight is flying her to Boston for this special, okay? Wow. I'd, you know what? I genuinely believe him. He actually flew her in. At the, at this moment, okay. The timing, production's like, okay, this would be perfect. But you don't think they would have said, but you have to pay for her flight? No, Chris is smart. Chris is like, listen, I know y'all want content. Like y'all gonna have to pay for her flight out here. Like I'm not paying for a flight for to give y'all free content. Like I'm not mm-hmm. doing that. It's all your dime. That is an interesting take. I, but you know, said, you're probably I, right. You said right. I'm fired the bus. I'm like, you're not fired a Boston, sir. Like, come on. I was on, like, okay, Chris. You're I mean, that would be a baller up. move if he did it. Yeah. And a little weird. Like, if I was if I was somebody, right? Like, we're talking online. That's why I was like, listen, I'll I'll pay for you to fly out to Boston. I'd be like, hmm, this seems <laughs> like a like a like a human trafficking situation. I don't think I'm going <laughs> I don't Look. think I'm she already knows that he is like he he already has done married at first sight. So she knows he's a certain level of can do whatever. So Mm-mm. if you offer to fly me somewhere out of nowhere, I'm looking at you side eye. And their season has already started at this point. Yeah. But she true. can see she sees like, oh my gosh, he's been doing he's been done dirty. He's an, he's a nice guy. I'm sure that's what okay. she thought. That doesn't make me go be like, okay, he gonna fly me out here for what reason? Like, what are you expecting if you're flying oh. me out here, sir? Oh my gosh. I would um, be weary. That's all I'm saying. That's funny. So, so, we, so we know that she's coming. We know she's coming for this first date. 
And then Steve was like, well, Mark, are you ready to date? And Mark's like, well, you know, I don't really know. He's like, well, I have someone for you. My sister, Crystal, works with some. No, my sister works with someone named Crystal. And I think she'd be perfect for you. Um, well, Mark's like, well, okay, well, I, I don't want to date date yet. <laughs> Listen, so. we, we've had a lot of accusations uh, that multiple people in this season we're only acting for cameras in certain situations i think mark is one of them that was accused of acting this episode here should prove to you that that's not true because mm. most of these people were acting this episode like oh really you have a friend your sister's <laughs> friend is uh wants to date me okay i guess so these are not trained actors people <laughs> <laughs> This whole this whole episode was almost perfectly scripted, okay? <laughs> Contrived, scripted, whatever you want to call it, overly produced. But yeah, this is this was like, you know, I, I think we've proven that Mark's not an actor. Yeah, that I, I would agree. Alright, so we get to the the scene that I don't know if anyone's been waiting for this scene all season. We finally get <laughs> Alyssa going to an animal rescue in her habitat, in her natural, you know, natural place of work. Uh, I didn't so she, see one sneeze. Not well. Listen, they they set us up with Olivia a little later, and we'll get we'll talk about that as well. So they kind of they kind of gave Alyssa an out with Olivia, but we'll get to that. Uh, so we get to the animal rescue. Uh, Alyssa is like, "Oh, it's uh, someone." I forgot the dog's name. It's so and so. Oh, yeah, it's good to see you. The guy's like, Yeah, she's ready for adoption, ready to go whenever you are. So she has a friend there, Sage, with her. And Sage is asking her how it's going. Heather. So Sage must be the dog. Okay, yeah. Somebody was named Sage. Something. <laughs> the dog. <laughs> so she tells her, Maybe she's talking to the dog. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> so the friend says, uh, How's everything going? Uh, says, You know, everything's been hard, you know, with all the hate, negativity. But I'm ready to let it all go. You know, I feel more myself and I'm just ready to move on and, and be a good person. As she looks into the camera and says, yes. and be a good person. <laughs> As she smiled, like wide eyed smile. Oh, roll my That's eyes. That's her thing. Yeah. So the friend asks about dating and Alyssa tells her all about, you know, how she, she met uh, Ryan from the other. She, and, you know, something that should have took Alyssa off. She goes, have you, uh, you know, you did you watch Ryan's season? And she's like, oh, yeah, Ryan, like the friend's like, oh, Ryan, like yeah. <laughs> she says it is like, you know, yeah, we remember Ryan. Right. And uh, Alyssa says, uh, you know, I saw similarities between me and him. Like we both like country things. And, you know, we talked online and, you know, it, um, talking online turned into text, phone calls, FaceTimes. Uh, and, you know, in a confessional, Alyssa says uh, she doesn't know if Ryan is the one, but she's anxious to find out and thinks they will get along. Yeah, that was a short and sweet segment. uh, Yeah, and it's like, okay, yeah. I mean, she has a point. The the things that she has said she liked, Ryan does do. Yeah, I just cowboy activities. The cow, the cowboy activities. Oh, Alyssa. Uh, Yeah, you know, this episode, like Alyssa, was trying to repair her image here. In this episode, I don't think it worked very well. Okay, I disagree. You disagree? Okay. I don't. I don't think it. No, like I don't. I wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, Alyssa. Yeah, is like, a Asia's good, really an Alyssa fan, fan now. No. Asia is an Alyssa fan. You heard it first. 
I would not be like, oh my gosh, Alyssa is really a great person. But I think it did do some repair to where I solely just see her as immature. (laughs) Instead of just like this evil, conniving person, I see it as like, oh, she just handles most situations very immaturely. Yeah, I mean, but I think a lot of that, a lot of this whole episode was, you know, was image rep- you know repair and she played to that oh absolutely we saw that in many ways down to the clothes yeah <laughs> did you see that oh i saw that okay <laughs> i looked to see if i could buy it i couldn't find it <laughs> i thought it was probably some official merch or something but i couldn't find it yeah for all for, for y'all that didn't see it she showed up to the retreat or this getaway with a shirt that says I am a good person. And so Jason is looking into giving money to Alyssa so she can profit off of this. Not that, I mean, well, okay. (laughs) You got me. You got me. You got me. (laughs) You just have to sign up for her Patreon. I didn't think of it that way, but yeah, you got me. You got me. (laughs) Fair. Um, so so then we move on to a scene with Elijahwan and Michael and in walks Jeffy. And we find out that like Jeffy and Elijahwan played college football together. And so they're just the three of them at a bar catching up. Jeffy says that like him and Shanice, and if y'all don't remember, Jeffy and Shanice were which which city? They were season well, they were six. In Boston. Yeah. Yeah. So they, yeah, they're Boston, but I was trying to figure out how far back. Season right. six. So the last Boston season. Um, and they've been together five years. So that's how fast they're cranking out these seasons. <laughs> For real. Eight seasons ago. Um, and so he's like, they basically just have to stop thinking about forever and just start focusing on today. <laughs> because if y'all watch Couples Cam or even heard about Couples Cam, Jeff T and Chinese have been going through it. Like they're going through it. I don't, I'm not a, I'm not an avid watcher of Couples Cam. I will catch it here and there, but every time I see Jesse and Shawnee on Couples Cam, they talk about getting divorced. Yes. They have a baby. Like, yes, they have a baby and they are always contemplating divorce. So I think he says, like, present day, focusing on today is helping rather than thinking about forever. And um, Elijah says right now, the only conflict him and Katina have are that, you know, they spend too much time together. Of course, Mike and Jeffy thinks like, oh, wow, that's your biggest issue. Like, okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um, Mike and Jasmina have not spoken since the reunion. And so Mike just feels like she can't, he, he has a kind of like a chip on his shoulder because of the reunion he says she he feels like she came in with a plan to make it seem like he didn't do anything and he's like i tried to make time for her i set up day i tried to set up dates with her and i I was there for whatever she needed with the dog and he felt like if he didn't reach out they wouldn't talk and so this is all mike's perspective which is totally not what we heard at the reunion and he also did not communicate that at the reunion and so elijah was like well look maybe you just need to talk to jasmina and Mike's like, I think it'd just be an argument. And Jeffney's like, well, don't you want to get your truth out? <laughs> it's like, don't you want to like explain yourself? And Mike's like, okay, maybe maybe y'all have a point. 
I want to know what try to make time for her means. Like, what exactly do you mean by I tried? Do you tried and failed? Like, what did you do to try? Exactly is my issue with Michael. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Michael. You know, he, okay, I feel like, which would, you know, we'll get more into it with the Jasmina side of it all. But I feel like the issue with Michael is he explains these things. He's explaining his perspective. Well, yes, that's how we explain things. But he's not explaining actions. Like, what did you do? You're explaining what you felt like you did, right? Like, you know, you're explaining how, like, you're not explaining the how. I'm trying to think of an example. It's just like, you know, I, you know, I, re- oh, shoot, I was, uh, I was really, uh, I can't even, I can't even think of a good example. I can't, um, you know, it just, uh, I don't know. Show, not tell. Like, yes, like, exactly. What, what, it's like, like actions details, speak louder like, than words. Yeah. We need details because like he, every time Jasmina brings this up, he agrees with Jasmina. She's like, so you know, I called you all the time, and you never like picked up a phone to talk to me. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's true. (laughs) I'm like, so what did you do? Like, right? How did you try to help me? Yes, I want I want to be a fan of you, Mike. I'm rooting for you, (laughs) but you need to help me, man. How did you make time for her? Like, what did you do to make time for her? I tried to make time for it, (laughs) and it's like, how? How did you try to set up dates with her? Because by saying these things, it sounds nice. But if your definition of doing these things is not, if the action means two different things to both of y'all, then y'all are never going to see eye to eye. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. You could, you could take out the trash. He could, he could probably take out the trash and he'd be like, I do everything that's required of me at the house. I show her I care all the time. And in his head is he's, I'm taking out the trash. So I'm showing her I care. And she's saying, you took out the trash one time last week. Is he like, you know, I moved around a appointment to make time for her, but then something else came up. But I did try. I did make the initial (laughs) effort to set up a date. It just didn't work out because something else came up. But I did make the initial effort. Like, I don't. I wonder if that's the type of thing he's talking about because I don't know. It's not adding up. Like the math ain't mathing. Like at it's all. It's not. And I just like. I really would have liked if he was one of the ones that they had a date set up for because I want to see him with a different woman and how that is. Because then we could be like, oh, it's purely him and Jasmina are just not it, right? If. If if it's like a Mark situation where it's like, oh, they're vibing, things are good. Like you see a different side of Michael. Yeah. But if it's like still the like, mm, I don't know about you type of Michael. But when the chemistry is good between him and Jasmine, the chemistry is really good. The like, friendship I feel like, chemistry. Yeah, but I feel like if it's like a date type of thing and they start talking and that's the chemistry, it would be similar to Mike and Jasmina. It's just, would they get into an argument on this first date? I don't know. But all they have to do is talk about they could have a conversation early in the date. And at the end of the date, they should talk about what was what what did we talk about? And then if they don't get in an argument, (laughs) then it's not like Jasmina. We have two totally different stories. Now you gotta get Jasmina on a date and Mike on a date and then (laughs) see if their stories, you know, are match up with their dates. Like, Right. right. 
Like that's how we make the real test here. Cause right. these two, one of these two, like don't know how to tell a story. Don't know what happened. Right. Like maybe they black out for the whole like, thing and like, no, that didn't happen. That definitely happened. Like I don't uh, know what you're talking about. Right. They've got to meet in the middle, but interest, interesting hangout session with these three. Yeah. So, uh, so next we get a meet up with the girls, um, <laughs> <laughs> my girls. Uh, so it's Katina, Alyssa, and Jasmina all meet up at uh, at a restaurant. Um, Alyssa asks Jasmina if she's dating. Jasmina says she hasn't gone on dates, but she is talking and getting to know people. Are, are we doing more like long distance uh, shenanigans here? Is this what this is? <laughs> she's going back to her old reliable long distance relationships. I don't know. It could be it could be local talking. Who Listen, knows? I gotta, I gotta uh, be careful what I say about Jasmina on this here <laughs> podcast because uh, <laughs> frequent guest Mari Fourth uh, really came from my neck this week uh, on Twitter about what I was saying about Jasmina on the podcast last episode. So I want to watch, I want to try and watch what I say about Jasmina. You, I'm not sure you, what I said about Jasmina that offended Mari so much, but I'm going to really try and watch my P's and Q's. You better watch yourself. I don't want to. I, I have Mari's back. <laughs> I don't want to get cut. Mari don't live like too far away from me. She's over near Washington, so I gotta, I gotta watch it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, Katina says that uh, her and Elijah are good. They've been spending a lot of time together, being booed up. Um, Jasmina asks Alyssa if she's been talking to Ryan. Uh, Alyssa says yes, and we have so much in common. It's been nice talking to someone that's been through the same thing. You haven't been through the same thing, Ryan, at least. Went you went for the whole eight weeks. You cut it right. all that a day, like so. You all haven't been through the same thing. Because even she, Chris says later, like I actually don't even know what it's like to be in a marriage because we right. never did it. <laughs> yeah, and then Alyssa goes, and you know we have the cowboy thing. Oh come on! So as Alyssa's going through this episode, and she says the word cowboy about five thousand times this episode, I'm thinking to myself, like you know, and it's something I hadn't really thought about with Alyssa before, and it's like. That's such an immature thing to say. Like, he's a cowboy. I want a cowboy. He's not a cowboy. Okay. A cowboy is an official occupation. Is a cattle herder? Is someone that works on a farm? He's not a cowboy. It's like, so she wants someone who had, like, who has cowboy, who likes cowboy activities. It's like she wants a basketball player. But not an NBA player. She wants someone who goes and plays at the outdoor courts at the park every week. That's what she wants. Yeah, but she doesn't want someone with the grueling schedule of an NBA player. <laughs> right. Exactly. It, it seems like she's five. Like if you ask like a, a five year old, like like you know, you know, who do you want to your who do you want to get married to? I want to marry a cowboy. Like just like yeah. you would say, I want to marry like an astronaut or something. Like it, it's that's that's immature and it's just it fits Alyssa to a T I think it's something I realized as she was saying cowboy a thousand times he's yes. a cowboy I like a cowboy I want a cowboy you don't want a real <laughs> cowboy you want someone that wears like country stuff yes exactly uh, so Jasmina asks so are you going, are you going to see him soon uh, Alyssa says well I don't know and Jasmina says well why don't you text him and invite him to Boston uh, so Alyssa sends a text and he texts okay, back I'll says, text him right now I want to text him right now. Totally unprompted by producers. <laughs> <laughs> so she texts him uh, to arrive to Boston. He texts back and says, uh, that sounds like a horrible idea. I'm in. Oh, that classic Ryan Witt. Ryan's so funny. So funny. 
so she asks, you know, and then, you know, Alyssa is like, what cowboy boots do you think I should wear? Mm. Uh, so then we get to the, we get to the Alyssa saying, you know, what would be a good idea? Just I, that I thought of out of nowhere randomly. <laughs> we should all go away somewhere. Like, oh, my huh. the other girl's like, oh, that's such a great idea. Crazy that you thought of this right now. With you know, totally out of the blue, not because we have a camera crew here shooting. We already were planning on going to a weekend getaway. Like, how could they approach this without like there has to be a way? Like at this point, we know the format. We're catching up with y'all. Y'all do a getaway. So how could they do this so that it's not like, oh, we're giving y'all a fake out? Like we had no idea that we were gonna this was gonna happen. Because then we can get more content. Just be honest. Like we've we've planned a weekend, uh, you know, getaway for the couples. Whoever wants to come, I think they did that last year. It was just like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we just planned. No, they tried to make it seem like Rachel and Jose planned it. Okay, well, whatever. They can just just be honest. Like we're just gonna get together and hang out. Just be honest. Don't make it some like you know contrived thing. Like, oh my gosh, we happen to be planning this uh weekend getaway, and it just so happens. Olivia's in town. It just so happens this is the same weekend Ryan's in town. And oh my gosh, it just so happens Lindsay? this is the same weekend Lindsay's in town. What a winky dink. Like, come on. Big weekend. Yeah, you really you really make me upset when you really just fake it. Like, and it makes you question you as a production uh, <laughs> that you go this far to fake this nonsense. Anyway, uh, rant over. Uh, <laughs> Katina asked Jasmina if she and Mike have talked uh Jasmine says, it's been a, you know he stopped talking to me like a couple weeks before the reunion and just kind of came out of nowhere and uh you know i thought after decision day that we decided to be friends and you know work towards romance and communication was a big issue in their relationship so it was frustrating that she just that he just kind of cut her off cut off all communication with her and you know as of right now um uh, they have no relationship she's not exactly sure why and then katita brings up well you guys know hey, oddly enough Lindsay is in town right now uh, and, and asks how everyone would feel if uh, Lindsay was there. And Alyssa says, you know, she wants to be fun and she kind of worries if Lindsay's there, it won't be fun. <laughs> I think that's a good, I think that's a good worry, Lindsay. Yeah, that, that's a good worry, Alyssa. Yeah. Uh, good thought. Uh, so, like, Jasmine and Alyssa are just kind of like, uh, well, we'll let you handle texting Lindsay to invite her to the thing because we don't want to talk to her at all. Right. It's very odd that Katina is now the one that is like talking to Lindsay given their struggles throughout the season. Everybody has their like worst time period with Lindsay of those three. Right now, the lead like Katina's is so far, like five months ago. So now she's had some time. They've done all these after parties, you know, where they were cordial. So, you know, the the conflict that she had with with Lindsay is not as recent. So she's now, able Alyssa to just can hold, communicate. Alyssa can hold a grudge. Right. No, well, yeah, Alyssa's this is consistent. They I mean they had it at the reunion, so it's refreshed. She like re-upped on the 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 tension. That's true. That is true. So um so yeah, I thought it was interesting that Jasmina had was kind of confused about why Mike stopped talking to her because if if you hear it from Mike's in it felt mutual. But from hearing it from her, it's like Mike just made the decision that like it was over. Well, I think I think Jasmine is talking about like 
he just stopped talking to her at all. It seemed like they were maybe still friendly after he called it off. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I think she said, like, two weeks before the reunion. Um, So that would have been, like, a few months after they called it quits. He yeah. just stopped talking to her whatsoever. Because they, they broke up around two weeks after decision day. Right, right. So it's like a few month gap where they're probably still just kind of talking, being friends, but then he just kind of totally stopped talking to her. Right. And I guess in her mind, she's like, we've been done. So like, what yeah. could you be mad about? Like as a friend? Um, so then we, we hop over to Noy and Steve. They are putting in a new backsplash. Why, is this, why is this here? I don't Yes, I mean the, uh, a very involved home improvement project. We we could have taken out every single Stephen Noy segment and <laughs> saved some time. That would have honestly. saved like thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah, like so that they do that. She he he's like, okay, the you know the place is starting to get you know more like how you want it. Um, I'm thinking like two to three months you can move in, and she's like, well, I still think I need some time. I, there's still a lot of stuff that needs to be done. Um, like I really want it to be a nice space if we're going to be here before kids. And he's like, okay, well, like, we're not going to have like, you know, do you still want three? She's like, well, we're not going to have all three kids here. And he's like, look, I have an idea. My, my brother and sister need a babysitter. And I think that we could use a test run because his brother, um, and his wife have three daughters. And so Steve has the bright idea that they babysit. Yeah, it's just <laughs> this is like so uh nothing. Uh yeah. I, does Steve own is this a condo like Steve owns or something? Cause why put up backsplashes in a rental property if this is a rental? No, I don't think he's renting. I think he owns it. Yeah. He owns that small apartment. I mean, he, is he, not you dragging him. He I mean, owns that small apartment. I mean, well, let me let, I'm sorry, let me not drag your one of your top five. <laughs> top five. <laughs> But I mean, it's just like, this is small. I mean, I guess it's Boston, so something like that could occur, but okay. I was just wondering. Yeah. I was like, oh, real whatever. estate, you know? Real estate's tricky. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that, that, I mean, like m- more Noy and Steve segments to come, that was, that was that. <laughs> Home improvement. <laughs> so we get to the, uh, we get to a segment with Mark and Lindsay, uh, get ready to sign the divorce papers. Uh, Lindsay enters the office, the uh, attorney's office. Uh, says that she's ready to close this book on her and Mark. Uh, it's the end of a chapter. Uh, Mark arrives and they're they're pretty cordial. Uh, I thought that was interesting. He's like, "Hey, how are you?" She's like, "I would have probably just walked in and sat down." I said, "Thank her." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lindsay, back to her. <laughs> right, Lindsay saying, "Hey, old friend," to her attorney. Uh, that was interesting. Like, what uh, else she has needed some, him for? <laughs> Lindsay's probably has domestic disputes that she <laughs> needed him to clear up. Her. Like, what have you? What made me? Like a family friend, I don't know, but hey, uh, old Liz's friend. Lindsay's got into some bar fights. Lindsay's got into some issues there. She needed to get bonded out of jail. She needed an attorney to fight for her case. She, I'm sure Lindsay has an extensive legal history, right? And, and but you know, with Mark coming in and like them saying hi, and so I, I am not surprised by that because to me, Mark seems like such a kind guy that like even though they've had the marriage that they had and the ending that they had. He just wants to keep the peace. He wants anything but conflict. And so it's Listen, just like if he could just be nice, then it's fine. If I if if I got into a situation where this person said this this thing about me in that bowling alley scene, okay, that bowling alley scene alone 
would make me be like, I don't need to ever talk to this person again. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I send a proxy to sign my divorce papers? Can I sign them digitally over Zoom or something? Yeah. I don't want to be in the room with this person. I don't want to talk to this person. Mark, I will say a better man than me. Um, so we get to we get to the point where, you know, they, they come in, they meet each other. Um, you know, he hopes that they can they can move on and and uh you know be adults about this. Uh he says, I hope she's in a good state of mind today. Because <laughs> uh <laughs> you know, with Lindsay, you never know. Uh, so always hit or miss. The, they always hit or miss. You get you get to the point where they're signing the papers. Uh and you know, she says, Where do I sign? And you know, it's like, she has to always make a production out of it. And she's like, No take backs. <laughs> Oh, they sign the papers. Mark's they, like, I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> they sign the papers, uh, do a little cheers to the divorce, and the lawyers uh give them a minute alone in this office. To fi- to finish filming the scene. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> I if I was Mark, I'm like, no, don't leave. Don't leave. Right. Don't leave. It's okay, we can walk out together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I don't I don't see no reason to be left alone with this woman in in a room. But I found it interesting that his attorney was like, "Nice meeting you both." I mean, Mark's Mark hasn't needed. Do you think this was a Mavs appointed attorney, or is this like an attorney they use? I mean, I know we, I know we know Lindsay seems to really know her attorney. <laughs> yeah, maybe, or it was really like that. He didn't need to, since it was such a straightforward deal. They didn't have any assets that were shared. He didn't need to talk to his lawyer beforehand. So it could have just been that that could have been his first time meeting his lawyer. Yeah. So they're left alone in this room. Uh, Lindsay asked Mark, uh, so can, can I just, can I just tell you something that you can take with you going forward? And at this point, I was like, oh boy, here we go. And this is like the cliffhanger uh, for a commercial. Like, what's she going to say? Because, mm-hmm. you know, the show was preparing us for some awful thing. So you come back from commercial. She says, you know, uh, I hadn't seen that bowling alley clip until the reunion. I, I couldn't watch it on TV. I, I just, I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Um, she feels awful that he had to see it. He had to hear it. Uh, she never meant for him to, to see it. And she thought that she was just venting to a producer, but you know, that's just me. Like I wasn't cognizant of me wearing a microphone. Uh, I was just being me as I always am. I'm just me being me. You know, she felt embarrassed <laughs> that she embarrassed him. And it's like, I appreciate Lindsay owning up to her actions because she could have honestly, because the truth is, she had no idea what she was doing at that moment. She was drunk off Mm -hmm. her ass and she had no idea what was happening at that moment. Mm -hmm. She was like, you know, I appreciate her like not blaming it on the uh, 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 alcohol. (laughs) And, you know, she's owning up to it. uh, but But, you know, she had probably woke up that next day with no memory of that, like, of what she said at all. Right. Cause like as they replay this clip, like she is slurring like all of her words. Like she's obviously on one. Mm-hmm. And she's just thinking, oh, I'm just in a bathroom venting, not, oh, this is gonna be on the episode and there's gonna be subtitles and they are going to show every word. Right. She was not in a state to be thinking uh, of what the consequences would be of her talking uh, at that moment. <laughs> so right. yeah. Uh, so in a confessional, Mark says, you know, this is the apology that I wanted all along. Uh, you know, it was really, it was real and genuine. And then he tells her, you know, I, I do feel blessed that I met you. And, you know, I, I have grown because of it. Uh, you know, I'm eating better. I, I'm standing up taller. I'm improving my life. You know, all that stuff outweighs all the negative that happened. And Mark's talking and I'm like, Mark, don't, don't, don't do this, Mark. Don't go mm-hmm. to the dark side. 
because you know Mark has been. He said a few times throughout the season, like you know, I've really uh, regretted letting some relationships go. And, you know, mm-hmm. when he was talking to Lindsay in this moment, I was like, "Don't do it, Mark. Don't do it. Walk away." Yes. <laughs> uh, so. In a confessional, Lindsay says that she's happy that Mark accepted her apology and that Mark knows that she has the best intentions towards him, no matter what happened. Uh, Mark tells her that, you know, everyone has their issues in a marriage. And unfortunately, we just found uh, major triggers for each other. And, you know, he tells her he's looking forward to the hangout with all the whole gang. And in a confessional, Mark says he has no ill will towards Lindsay. He hopes they can be friends in the future and actually thinks that this divorce may actually strengthen their relationship in the future. Um, Lindsay tells him, you know, now they're divorced, the pressure's off, and they can just enjoy each other's company. All they need to do is be cordial. I don't think there needs to be any type of relationship where they need to be hanging out one-on-one or where they need, or, like, she has a need to help him as a friend. Like, I think, for Mark's sake, they just should be cordial. I don't think there should be any anything more than that, besides hanging out in these group settings and being nice to each other. And I hope that's what he's imagining. But I don't know if he's imagining more. Yeah, the way he was talking was like, yeah, we're going to talk all the time or something like that. Yeah, lose that right. lady's number, man. Like, she's going to a whole other state. Please. Like, you, you, it's highly doubtful you'd run into her again in Boston. Just lose her number and just let it go, my guy. Like, it, it's the best for you because, yeah. you know, one day she's going to get, like, drunk and, like, drunk dial you and berate you over the phone because, like, of something she remembered from your marriage. Mm-hmm. Just lose her number. Like, block her number. No need to speak to her ever again, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like she's going to be hanging out with them all the time. Like, the fact that she's in California makes things even better. Yeah. So, yeah. So then we we got to the big date. Yeah, like, Chris and Olivia. The most exciting date ever. The first of three awkward, boring dates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why do we have three first dates in this episode? Like, well, how, many, how many first dates do I need in a two-hour span? Oh, I don't know. Because I'm thinking, like, last season, we had Zach and Bao's first date, quote-unquote. And that was an interesting had, pairing. It was just like, oh my yes. gosh, this is weird. Then Ryan and that ran, like, the old friend he had. Boring. Yeah, three days. Yeah, three dates is a lot. They really crammed this in, but uh, with Chris and Alyssa, Chris and Olivia, um, they were eating at this restaurant that they had outdoor heated igloos, and so they they had one for themselves, and and so uh, I keep calling her Alyssa. Olivia basically was like, you know, when when Chris proposed the date, she was like, hey, why not? And then there was a point where. Chris was like about to sneeze or something. He picked his nose. Did you see that? <laughs> it's like, what is he doing? I did not catch that. He was about to sneeze you know, and then he like goes Alyssa in saw. his nose. Maybe that's what Alyssa saw. Okay. Maybe she's justified. Like, listen, maybe that's it. I said, no, Chris, what are you doing? What are you doing? Um, but he says that um, he's allergic to cats. And then she says she's allergic too, but she takes shots for it. See, that's that's the excuse excusing Alyssa what she says. I'm allergic. as Alyssa said she takes shots for her allergy with dogs. She didn't say that, and you know, as I'm thinking about it, she did say that she would be allergic to his dog, and that was a reason she gave not to move in. So yeah, <laughs> uh, I take that back. Yeah, Alyssa's totally full of crap. His specific dog. <laughs> 
Yeah, his specific dog is what she was allergic yeah. to. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I have like a, a, a Labrador retriever. Yep. That's exactly the breed. Yeah. <laughs> a it's Labrador like, so it's retriever like named somebody, Charlie. Yep. Charlie's. I can't can't do those. It's like, tell somebody you can't come to their party. Like, I didn't even tell you what day the party was on. Like, <laughs> whatever day it is, I can't come. Doesn't I'm busy work that me. day. Whatever yeah. day it is. Exactly. Um, so, you know, she talks about her season. She said her season was the season that never ended. Um, and she felt, um, you know, she just kind of explains that situation with uh, Brett, which we've already talked about. Um, and she she's reflecting on Chris and she says she feels like he could be the life of the party when he walks in the room. I was like, I don't think you got the right vibe. <laughs> Compared to Olivia, probably. Oh, <laughs> Good point. I mean, listen, like, compared to her, he probably is. See, that's so, I don't know. I just don't. I think what's what, what the reason that I have this view of Olivia that she's just like a cool person because she was so close to Imani. Yeah, I remember that. Who, who Amani herself is an extrovert. Yes. Uh, but Olivia is, I mean, real recognize real. I can recognize my own kind. Olivia <laughs> is like an ultra introvert. Okay. <laughs> like I see her. She see me. Yeah. We do not Maybe. do parties. So like, like we will see later in the episode, when she gets to the party, she sits down and she don't say nothing <laughs> until somebody says something to her. Yeah, I guess. Okay, I guess. Yeah, that like her and Amani like balance each other out. But I was like, oh, she clings to Amani. Amani is super cool. So. Yeah. So if Chris there we go. even comes, if Chris even comes into a party and starts a conversation with somebody, to <laughs> Olivia, he is the life of the party because <laughs> that's not what she's doing. Right. So then this is when Chris tries to fool us and is like, hey, you happen to be, you know, here for the weekend. We're doing a getaway. Do you want to come? She's like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll come. And she she's like, well, I, I already brought a ring. So <laughs> should we go ahead and like do it? I was like, oh, that that that's a strong joke because y'all do marry people very quickly. So that's not funny in this scenario. <laughs> the highlight of Olivia's time on the show. Uh, on this episode she made a good joke fine uh yeah just the miracle number number two that olivia happens to be in town when they plan this getaway what a coincidence yes it's crazy how these things work out families have a lot going on let ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up like delicious lolly focus pops or lolly mellow pops for kids and for parents try three new brainy chews to help you focus chill out or get energized find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com that's o-l-l-y.com these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration this product is not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So uh, the next scene we get uh, are Mark and Elijah Wan 
uh, meeting up so that Elijah Wong can help Mark pick out an outfit. Uh, and Mark comments that, you know, Elijah Wong has good style. So, you know, this, this would be a good idea. Now, I have to ask you, is that true? You know, <clears throat> I, there, okay. I would say there weren't more, let me not, okay. I wasn't going to say it in the negative sense, but okay. There were, I don't remember looking at Elijah's clothes and being like, why is he wearing that? There were more times where it was like, that fits his style. Was I ever looking at him like, oh, wow, that looks really nice. Like I was looking at Steve's sweater that he wore to the getaway because that, that was a nice sweater. It really complimented him. But (laughs) I can't, I can't think of something that Elijah has worn. That has has like made me think like, oh, that's really nice. I, I just re- I remember about Elijah Wan's style. He wore like that too big blue suit to decision day. <laughs> like it looked like he was swimming in that suit. So I'm like, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Elijah, Wan, I couldn't stop staring at him like because he has the full neck tattoo on yes. full display here. He wasn't trying to cover it up like he did, you know, <laughs> that time when he was trying to make his make us believe that he shot this scene during the process but <laughs> right. it, it just looked so weird to me and it just it framed his face in a weird way I couldn't stop looking at it yeah it I don't know if it's because of his facial hair or what but yeah you can't you can't help but to look at it yeah it was it was mm. off-putting um, <laughs> <laughs> Mark uh, Mark asks uh, Elijah how it's going uh, Elijah says oh, you know we're doing good we're still learning and growing together and, you know, say we love each other every day. You know, isn't that crazy to say to a stranger? She's not a stranger anymore. You, right. <laughs> you Move know on. For, according to you, you've known a her for year. almost a year. <laughs> 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 so, like, she's not a stranger anymore. He can't get away from these lines that he has instilled in his brain to stay on camera. Yeah. <laughs> a stranger is a big, big word of math. So, yeah, he, yeah. Has, he still has that stuck in his brain. Yeah. Uh, so we get we get the classic uh, movie sitcom like montage of a whole bunch of different outfits picked out. Uh, he eventually goes with a shirt with a shark logo on it. Ha ha ha! Get it? He's Mark the Shark. Uh, so he's wearing a shirt with a shark logo. Very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Mark says, you know, he's nervous because you know he just went from marrying a stranger to now he just kind of wants to slow things down, and he wants the opposite now. He wants to just kind of go slow with the dating. Uh, Mark asks Elijah Wan for advice. Elijah Wan says, uh, just be confident. Go with the flow. And, you know, he's, Elijah Wan in confessional he's says, He's giving you know, him therapy. Yeah, I'm giving you therapy. That works so well <laughs> the first time. Um, so, in a confessional, Elijah Wan says, you know, he's really excited for Mark. And he's, Elijah Wan says, you know, I found love. I want the same thing for Mark. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was Elijah Wan's uh, personal stylist moment uh, with Mark. Uh, no, again, I could have just Taken the scene and just <laughs> chucked it, and we could we could have gotten this thing down to an hour. I know it. Like I can tell you what scenes I would have just Which, chucked yes. out of this thing and make it an hour. Like we didn't need this at all. There was nothing here, nothing here of value. Nothing. It was I out mean, of my life. The only thing I can say to the scene is congratulations, Mark, for you know dropping the forty to fifty pounds. He seems yeah, very Mark's proud of himself. Good. Yeah, I wonder if he work like working out with the Lajuan. I mean, a lot of them say he looked better than him now. So, <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, then we get to the second exciting date. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Listen, Ryan. So, yeah. And we get to see Ryan again. Ryan was always Ryan and Brett. I do like Brett. I I did like so. Don't not to be confused with Olivia's Brett, but Ryan's wife was named not to be Brett. Last Ryan season. and Claire, Olivia, right? and Brett. <laughs> so many Ryans and Bretts oh, in this God. thing, right? <laughs> Ryan and Brett last season were always my least the like the least interesting couple to segments to watch. So to see Ryan alone, okay. I, I did like Brett though. She was great. Okay, so Br- Ryan and Alyssa. Yeah, she. <laughs> I feel like he he stifled her personality. That's true. Um, so they went bowling, Alyssa and Ryan. And you know how was his? She asked how his flight was. He said it was long. He's never been to Boston, so he really wants to see her city. She's got to show him around. <sighs> Doesn't he know there's not time for that because of the getaway? I just, I just like, I wanted to fall asleep in this whole like first part. Like, hey, how are you? Are you going to show me around your city? He walks yeah. in. He's like, hey, funny running into you here. Like, oh, har, har. Mm-hmm. I was like, come on. Yeah. So then Alyssa starts to talk about the season, and she's like, yeah, like at like the season or this experience kind of put me in a bad place. He's like, yeah, I've seen you cry like forty times. So this shows us he's watching, and it, from what he's seen. He is attracted to her enough to fly <laughs> to Boston and go on a date. Listen. What? Listen. listen. Okay, this is part of the contrived nonsense. Okay? <laughs> the mass producers called Ryan. I was like, hey. You're uh, a cowboy. <laughs> yeah, you're a cowboy. We think uh, it'd be cool if you came up to Boston and spent some time with Alyssa. He's like, who? I don't believe that Ryan watches Married at First Sight at all. So they were like, we'll send you some uh, some highlights, quote unquote highlights. Yeah. So he's, you know, he's, I'll, I'll do it if I can be on camera again. Sure. I'll spend a day or two up in he's Boston. Like, why not? On camera to have some fun. Why not? I, I don't think he knew what he was getting himself into because we'll talk about it later. But uh, wasn't he, it already rumored that he was dating Mindy from season yeah. 10? Yeah, uh, Ryan gets around apparently in these mass streets. And I, and so I went to his Instagram because I was trying to see like what what's the update. And Mindy is like commenting on his recent pictures, so they're still good friends. I guess they maybe they weren't ever dating. I don't know. Or this was all for the show, and he never had any interest in Alyssa. Who knows? I would believe that more than anything else. <laughs> um, he does. So she feels like he's much cuter in person. Um, they they play they bowl and uh, he beats her one hundred eight to sixty six. He was not trying to spare her at all. I feel like sometimes in dates, if someone's really good, they try to like, you know. You want me to throw it? You want me to throw the bowling match? <laughs> no, no, but not embarrass me beating me by forty. <laughs> Listen, I can't control my bowling. Like, <laughs> you, you, want me to, you want me to throw it in the gutter like a couple times? Is that what you want? Yeah, you don't have to throw a perfect strike. Okay. Uh, I, I just, I just, gotta, I just like, gotta chuck it down there and pray, to be honest with you. I just feel um, like this is the one of one of the many signs that he he wasn't just here for Alyssa. I, um, I, I, I honestly don't think he was that interested in her at all. Like, I didn't really see any, like... <laughs> the, so, yes, I got that vibe from the later questioning, or from yeah. the questioning later in this date, because 
she talks about how she has the same interest as him. She they're talking about her moving to Texas or like he's just like, oh, yeah. So you like want to move to Texas, right? She's like, yeah, I want to live in Austin. He's like, yeah, two guys from my wedding live in Austin. And he's like, so like, what's next for you? What's yeah, like what's next for you? You you ready to date? And she's like, Yeah, I she's think like, I'm ready to date again. He's like, he's like, wait, I thought this was a date. Like, is this right, a date? literally, <laughs> literally. He's like, What's next for you? And you know, asking is she ready to date date again as they're on a date? And then she's like, Yeah. And he's like, Well, I wasn't ready. I I couldn't have said that until like two to three weeks ago. But wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. Listen, sir, first of all. You were on this show even before the process ended, <laughs> trying to get back on the apps. Literally. So, so first of all, that's a lie. Yep. And then on the where they now special for your season, you went on a date. <laughs> so I don't know if that's so accurate. Confused. He's like, she hasn't finished my season, so I can say this. Yeah, I can say whatever <laughs> I want. And so, like, literally, like, if someone's asking me these questions, I'm like, oh, then this isn't a date. Because if you're asking me, am I ready? What? Like, Like, that's what we're doing. Ryan's like, I thought I was just here to interview you. I'm not sure, like, (laughs) why exactly they called me here. I don't know why they wanted me to interview you, but I I assume that's what I'm here for. It's like like someone has always been afraid of flying, right? And then they finally work up the nerve. They're on the flight. Mid-flight, their friend's like, so you think you're ready to fly again? Yeah. (laughs) Like, no, that's, that's like what I'm doing. Like, I conquered that. I'm doing that. you're like a survivor player here with these metaphors today that's uh (laughs) i'm impressed i'm fresh off of a a lot of survivor podcasts um so then she she was so impressed with this date that she thought this is perfect time i this was great i can invite him on the getaway she invites him he's like sure i'll i'll have to check some flights So okay, were you you fly? Did you was this just a day trip? Did he fly for bowling and his flight was out tonight? Like what? I don't even think he knows. Yeah, he's like, this seems like a good thing to say. He just stumbled upon this. Like, uh, I I guess I'll come to Boston. I I did. I did see. I did. Uh, like, see something here which was interesting. Like she she comments like, uh, you know, I I uh, I was happy you know watching your episodes. I saw that we had so much in common. Like I, I wish I could, you know, could have met someone like you. Uh, you know, she you live in Texas, you shoot skeet, you do four wheeling. I love all that stuff. And mm-hmm. he's like he's like, Yeah, but according to some of your, your uh cowboy boots, like you're not really a country, you're more a country chic. <laughs> and that's yeah. the problem with Alyssa. Like Alyssa doesn't want a cowboy. Alyssa wants like she someone wants that's aesthetic. Right, she wants the aesthetic. She does not want a real cowboy. She wants yeah. someone that wears cowboy boots that acts like a cowboy. You don't want a real cowboy, listen. You don't want. You yeah. don't really want any of this country smoke. Like you just, you want someone that has the same style as you. Yeah. Right. So yeah, valid point. I am glad, and I'm glad he called that out. It was just like this was all signs of a first date that doesn't need a second date. But Alyssa just was like. Oh, this he is it. <laughs> Alyssa is grasping at straws. Like Alyssa's like, I gotta Absolutely. make something to work on this show. Uh did you did you see uh what she named herself in the bowling? No. She named herself good person in the bowling frames. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you gotta be kidding I me. I stay on brand. 
I was too busy looking at the scores. I to say all brand. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So this was that was so just that was the worst. I was like, why? <laughs> why did I mean? I listen. I, that was a little entertaining, at least, opposed to Chris and Olivia's date, which mm-hmm. was just like I was snoring through the whole thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we move on to uh, Steve and Noy um, babysitting Steve's. Uh, brother's children. Okay, not much happened here at all. Uh, Steve has nunchucks on his desk. I found that interesting. I noted that <laughs> he had to take the <laughs> nunchucks off his desk for the kids. <laughs> um, so in confessional, Steve says he wants to know how how Noi will handle like three children, since you know she's all about how she wants three kids. So he wants to see how she's going to handle it. Uh, Noi says, you know, she's babysit all the time, so she's ready for these kids. And in confessional, Noi like switches it up on Steve. She's like, I know Steve is testing me, uh, but you know, I'm actually going to use this to see if Steve will be comfortable having three kids. So they're kind of like, they're kind of working, working opposite sides here. Uh, so we get a montage of them playing with the kids. Uh, they make bath bombs, uh, apparently horribly. Uh, they make a pizza. They have a dance party. Uh, and the confessional annoy admits that, you know, it was a lot of work, but it gives her a glimpse of what life will be like. So she's a little apprehensive after that. Uh, Steve also in a confession says he knows three is her dream, but you know, sometimes it can be a nightmare. And yeah, and these girls great- were, <laughs> these girls were three, nine and five. So those are very active ages. So they had a lot of energy. Yeah. It, it, it would not have been for me. I would have had to walk out at, in the middle of it. <laughs> Can't do it. Yeah, fail. Yeah, so that was a great babysitting adventure of Steve and Noy. <laughs> Again, right. take this scene, crumple it up, and toss it away. I don't need it. Save me some time in the episode. Right. Oh, uh, and for our third and final date, <laughs> we had Mark and Crystal. Mark, so Crystal is Steve's sister's coworker. Um, she's she's pretty. Mark thinks so. She's a teacher. She coaches volleyball. Um, at one point, she said she likes to cook. Rosemary is one of her favorite flavors. Some, uh, some hot spice talk that we got yeah. here. Talking about rosemary and basil. Like, yeah. Wow. Like, y'all just really trying to fill some time. Like, <laughs> yeah. What about what? What are Mark's hobbies? <laughs> like, she said, basil has a slightly licorice flavor. I oh. never have tasted that. Like I, I love basil. Like I get basil on my pizza, but would I? I never tasted a slight liquor because that that I feel like that would be off putting. Yeah, I mean, Mark didn't believe her. Mark was like, "You're a liar." Yeah, <laughs> He's like, I know. I worked at the <laughs> Tucci's. Right. Um, and then Mark is like, "Oh, I gotta ask you something because based on this, the date could be over." And they cut to commercial, and then we come back, and then he's like, "Hey, I gotta ask you." Are you allergic to cats? I was watching this with my wife, and my wife called this when we went to commercial. She's like, he's going to ask if she's allergic to cats. Uh, Come back. (laughs) Exact thing happened. I'm like, oh! Uh, That's hilarious. Yeah, I I had no idea what he was going to ask. And then she's like, oh, do you have cats? And he's like, yeah, I have two. She's like, okay, well, I'm allergic to two cats, not one. And she's like, I'm just kidding. I really like cats. I was a little sad when he said he only had two cats. I know, so, uh, me too. Because I, I literally was thinking his. I was like, oh, he's gonna say 
like, you know, you when someone asks a question, you already know the answer, like that answer pops in your head. So I was like, oh, yeah, he has three. So that was sad. Sad reminder. R.I.P. J.C. Pouring out for J.C. Yeah. But they look like they had a fun date. I mean, it looked like a fun place. They were playing games, these active things. I want to know the name of that place. It seemed cool. If I ever go to Boston again, I've only been once. So if I ever go again, it seems like a place to to stop by. Listen, they left holding hands. Like, oh yeah. You know, you know, we know how our boy Mark does. He probably went outside. He asked her to marry her, marry him. <laughs> right. Our guy moves fast, even though he says he wants to move slow now. Right. So yeah, again, uh, let's crumple it up, toss it out, save us some time. <laughs> like, golly, like so much filler content. Yes. Uh, so next scene, uh, we get this weird meetup between uh, Elijah Juana Katina and Steve and Noy. It's like it the, seemed like a pre getaway meetup. Yeah, it was like a, a successful couples meetup. Like, yeah, <laughs> you guys, you guys went the process and said yes. And I think about like I saw them together and I was like, you know. I don't know if Elijah Wan and Katina and Steve and Noy have had any interaction throughout this whole season. Like, has yeah. Elijah Wan said a word to Steve ever? <laughs> only I feel like it's only in group settings. We never got a one-on-one with Steve. One-on-one with Steve and Elijah Wan. We've never had Katina and only Noy. You know? Yeah, it was just such an interesting like combination. I understand why they did it. It was like, we're going to get the successful couples together and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, nothing. Yeah. Uh, so Elijah Wan and Katina are like, a, they, they kind of split up Elijah Wan and Katina and Stephen Noy. Uh, so Elijah Wan and Katina are by themselves. Uh, o tells her about his meetup with uh, Mike and Jeffy. And, you know, he, she told her they talked about spending time apart and says, you know, it might be good for us to spend time with our friends and family again. You know, maybe spend some time apart. We both have our rings, so we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, we look at it and remind us that of a, of the other person, and he's like, and I look at yeah, it, and if I look at my ring, it reminds me to like do right. Yeah, I'll say once I know Isaac, don't come out here because we got I got this ring on. <laughs> right. Now I take this ring off, Isaac might come out. Right. The ring keeps Isaac inside, not out. Uh, so Steve asks if uh, if Noise happy with the backsplash, and Noise says uh, it's important to make it feel like their place and not just his place. And she says that, you know, now we've made it more comfortable. So now I think I'm good with shortening the move in time from six months to three months. Of course. Uh, why, takes Steve why was back. That ever? <laughs> now, which one is it? Like, are y'all spending six nights a week in the same place or are y'all not living together? Like, which is it? Like, in the reunion, y'all were talking about y'all spending six nights a week together. And now it's like, oh, I'm going to move in. Weren't you already basically moved in anyway? Right. You can't tell me that she's packing a bag every time she comes over. Right. More, It would be more so packing a bag to leave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in a confessional, Noise says uh, she's only wanted to move in uh, with Steve, but she didn't want to do it right away. And it meant a lot to her that Steve was willing to go the extra mile to make her feel comfortable in uh, in his space and to make it kind of their own space. Um, Elijah Wan and Katina are talking more about spending uh, a time apart. They say maybe one night a week we can spend with friends and family. Uh, and a confessional, Katina says they are they are in the perfect place right now where they you know they have love and trust in each other to do their own thing. Sometimes, um, O says he's happy they're on the same page. Uh, Katina says good because I was really missing my friends. Mm. Did uh, was Elijah want to keep you from your friends? Katina was it was it on purpose? Right. You still have friends. Well, they still want to talk to you even though you are married to this man still. Right. 
Uh, Steve asks uh, Noi about her stance on kids now after they have, you know, watched his nieces. Uh, she says, you know, she was so dead set on three, but, you know, after babysitting, I'm now reevaluating. And, you know, we can do two just to start. So this one experience made you chop a whole kid off. <laughs> this is what did it. Yeah. This, this one experience babysitting these three kids made you change your whole life plan mm-hmm. in a matter of an afternoon. Okay. If you say so, Noi. I thought it was interesting that uh, Elijah called Katina sis in their confessional. Did yeah, you notice that? I, I noticed that too. Yeah, that was interesting. Have you ever called your wife sis? I have not. Okay. <laughs> I think I'd get a weird look if I did. Like, I know it's common for guys to say that to like friends yeah, that it's are like women. female friends. Yeah, yeah. but I've, I've never seen someone say it to their wife. Weird. Yeah. Um, in a confessional, Steve says he feels a lot more comfortable now that uh, that she is softening towards uh, you know two kids instead of three, so he, he's feeling better about things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was pretty much the end of that segment. They all come back together at the table. I was like, we're ready to get this party started. Hang out with the group. Yeah, that was, right. That was it. Yeah. So then, what looks like a fourth date, <laughs> we get Ryan and Alyssa meeting up again. I was like. Oh, they must be meeting up to go to the getaway together. Okay, whatever. Right? And then Alyssa goes, this morning, I got a bomb dropped on me by the guys. (laughs) I'm like, what? What happened? Yes, It was was an interesting transition because like Ryan comes in, they make stupid little small talk. Like, oh, my muscles are sore from bowling. Yeah, I think I got new muscles. And then she just goes right into it like, well, listen. Let's cut the crap. Yeah. I got a bomb dropped on me this morning. She's like, I found out that you and Lindsay are really good friends and I and I feel betrayed. Basically, she found out that he had been uh video messaging her. She said you she said she tells him you FaceTimed her. That means you have her number. He's like, no, she called me on Instagram video. So I don't have her number. She's like, well it seems like y'all are close to like like y'all were close enough friends for other people to know. And I didn't know. So now I'm the one that looks dumb. And she's like, y'all, I thought you and I were close enough friends for you to tell me that you were close to her. And he's like, but like, he's confused. He 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 gets into that like dumb Ryan, what we saw a lot last season when Brett was calling him out. He didn't know what to say. He's like, what, what, did, what did I do? I don't understand. He like has a, no idea what he did wrong. Like an upset dog. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand what happened. And she's like, my problem isn't that you're friends with her. My problem is that you weren't honest about it. He's like, was I dishonest? She's like, I wouldn't go be friends with, with your enemy. <laughs> your enemy. Your enemy. <laughs> what grown person has an enemy? An enemy. If you are a grown uh, person, have an enemy. Have you heard of the Tinder Swindler? I've heard of it. I haven't watched it. He his 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 iconic line is, "My enemies are after me." That's <laughs> the line he uses to get women to send him money. Listen, y'all out there, if y'all have someone that you are claiming that is an enemy of yours, if you use the terminology <laughs> "enemy" to describe anybody, and you are a grown adult, you might want to you might want to take a look at that. <laughs> Reevaluate. <laughs> reevaluate yes so she's she is livid that all that to find out that him and Lindsay are friends basically from his view that he explains is that 
Lindsay just reached out to him. She needed some suggestions about Vegas. And so they just, it was just a back and forth. No, nothing more. It wasn't anything romantic. It was just some, they just exchanged words back and forth. And it was a couple of weeks ago or something. And so they've been, you know, having conversations for a couple of weeks. And apparently the guys knew. Which I'm wondering, how do the guys know? Oh, no. well, they, they, uh, they, well, okay, because they said they saw him mess. No, they saw, they okay, have, maybe they were with Lindsay. But they haven't been around Lindsay for a month. Yes, they haven't been around for a month. I'm confused. I'm, the guys in this situation are the producers, okay? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the producers told me that you talked to Lindsay. Yes, because I'm so confused about the time. The math isn't mathing once again. Not And mapping. so, yeah, he's like, he's basically saying like, okay, I'm just friends with her. Why are you mad? And because of course she has blown this out of proportion. I think there was a way she could have handled this. She could still be done with him. Like, that's fine. Right. Like she could still cut it off. Like, okay, red flag. Like, okay, you clearly are just trying to infiltrate our cast. (laughs) Like you don't have to use an F boy. Yeah, like, but the way she approached this seemed like we have been dating a year and you did this to me. You are friends with my enemy. Like, girl, what? I think there's a certain point where Ryan was like, why am I having this argument with this person I just met? About, like, I don't like, know you. <laughs> about nonsense. Like, what? what is this? Right. Like, and, and she said, like, because they've been texting and FaceTiming and phone calls leading up to this, she feels like they're really good friends at this point. So she leaves. She's like, OK, this is the end of the conversation. She leaves and he a producer comes up to him and he tells them, like, I can be friends with whoever I want. He's like, there was Ryan not understanding anything that just happened. He's like, what? I was like, I'm not getting this drama. This is not my drama. Like, I'm, yeah. just, I'm, a, I'm a guest star. Like, I don't know why I've been pulled into this. <laughs> Now, do you uh, think that Ryan actually knew about the drama between Lindsay and Alyssa? He Does is he have- watching the season. He's yes. not watching the season. He is not watching the season. What, I think he saw clips. He, I think not- he saw clips of oh, Alyssa my. crying. There's no way. It's Ryan. It's not some random person. It's not Gil. Gil wants nothing to do with Married at First Sight. Why I is Ryan you, watching Married has- at First Sight? Ryan watching Married at First Sight. This is new potential women for him. This is the <laughs> same guy that date ha- said he had, has dated most women in Houston. He's like, I, right. so he, trust me, he, he's friends with Mindy. They're hanging out. There's no way he's not watching the season thinking who, who's going to come out of here divorced because that's someone else that I could be friends with maybe more. But he doesn't need to watch the season to know that. Yes, all he, he does. All he, he needs to as see, much information as he can. I don't think that Ryan is sitting down at eight o'clock on Wednesday nights with a bowl of popcorn. He watching absolutely mess. is. You you are thinking you're, you're thinking too highly of him. I'm not thinking highly of him. I'm just like I don't know that he knew every single thing about it. Now you he can has tell definitely me. seen it. If this is five months after decision day. Decision day was in September. So this is February. Uh, he, the season started in January. So he's at least seen their conflict at the bachelorette party. If he's watching, right? I don't think he's watching, but okay. I think he's watching. I'll follow you. But <laughs> So, no, I do think, okay, I'm, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. I think if he's talking to Lindsay, Lindsay has at least said something about a list to him. Mm-hmm. 
So that he he would probably know there. I do think he's dumb enough to not think that th- that was an issue. <laughs> I think he legitimately <laughs> thinks that that was fine. He didn't need to say anything to Alyssa about knowing Lindsay. I do think he's. I don't think he's trying to deceive anyone. I just think he's dumb enough to not think anything of. Yes. No. I don't. I don't think that either. I don't think he's trying to be deceptive at all. I think he was. Yeah, dumb enough to not realize that that was something he should have shared with Alyssa. Yeah, he is genuinely confused like, yes. at this point. Yes. That, like I, I should have told you I was her friend. What are you talking yeah. about? Nor do I think he was trying to get at Lindsay. Like I think it's oh, a matter no. of yeah. just being like. He was trying to be friends with people or whatever, but there's there. I absolutely think he's watching this season. I I mean, much and like, we'll be watching the next few seasons until he is no longer single. Much like Survivor contestants, like when you go through the show, you become part of this community of alumni, and I'm sure that Married at First Sight works similarly. Now, for survivors, past survivor contestants don't necessarily watch the seasons, but they know of the alumni that are, the new alumni joining them. I think this might be something like that. I don't think Ryan is into the minutia of the season. He loves I don't know. I just I'm looking at his Instagram. It is all married at first sight content. This man course, has not been on for. So you think he's just done with the show and hasn't watched? I think he watches clips. He'll see something that people send him, but I don't think he's sitting down and watching full episodes. No, I don't. Okay. I mean, I feel like he's sitting down and like maybe not attentively. Maybe he's on his phone checking his DM. Like he's not like us. He's not taking notes. (laughs) I don't think it's on his DVR. I don't think it's even on his radar. He sees stuff through social media. He sees stuff that uh, like clips that people send him. But I don't think he's watching full episodes. Okay. Just my just my two cents. I don't That's know. where we stand on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure somebody like Mari will come at me uh, for my comments, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, so we get to the big moment, right? We get to the getaway, what we've all been waiting for. In the last like 20 minutes of the episode. Yeah, for sure. I think it might have even been like 15. Yeah. You know, with commercials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Elijah wanted to continue to get there first, followed by Jasmina and Alyssa. Uh, you know, Jasmina notes it's going to be interesting to see how uh, Mike acts around me because uh, we haven't talked for a while. Uh, Mike, Noy, and Steve arrive. Uh, Alyssa tells Jasmina and Katina about the Ryan situation in you know a little room. She talks, gives them the whole download about it, and this is where I notice that she's wearing the Same. "I'm a good person" sweatshirt. I'm like, oh my gosh, come on. Yeah, and then I'm on my phone. Like, where can I get a where I am a good person T-shirt <laughs> <laughs> on my Google? Yeah. Uh, in a confessional, Jasmina says that uh, you know we know that Alyssa can overreact to situations, but uh, but in this situation, I actually agree with Alyssa, which is interesting. You know, that's her girl, but <laughs> but she knows she knows her girl Alyssa. And that's why Jasmine is my girl. Oh my! Uh, I'm not gonna say anything. Let me let me stop. Let me stop. I don't want to get in trouble. Uh, Chris and Olivia arrive. Uh, Olivia says something interesting. She's like, "I think you know, I'll just stay in this separate space, you know, out of respect for Alyssa." So if Alyssa wasn't here, y'all was gonna shack up in a room. 
Well, she's like a couple things. She's she said a couple things, you know, out of respect for Alyssa, I'm going to stay in here. And we also just met. So I'm going to stay in here. Yeah, that was interesting. I was like, okay, out of respect for Alyssa. All right. Would y'all be? I don't know. She, I mean, no, she said the second point too, though. That's so true. We just that's met. True, that's true. Okay. Yeah. Fine, 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 fine. <laughs> I mean, you just married somebody you just met, so I don't know. Uh, Not too long. True. Ago. True. Uh, so uh, you know, Jasmine and Mike uh, see each other and they actually hug, which is nice. In confession, Mike says, uh, "You know, there's going to be some friction, uh, but this will be a good time for us to sit down and have a conversation about, you know, how I'm feeling." Uh, Mark arrives finally. He meets Olivia. You can tell Mark's a little starstruck by Olivia. Now, Mark, <laughs> Mark is a Mass fan. Mark has yes. seen every episode. Earlier in the episode, he was like, "Oh yeah, Olivia. I remember her. She was a uh, professional and nice." Yeah. He he's like, "Oh, it's Olivia. Hey, Olivia." Right. Just so you know, I hated Brett. <laughs> right. uh, so you know, there's a uh, once they're all there. There's a little bit of awkwardness when uh you know. Olivia sits down and, you know, Alyssa's nearby. It's kind of a moment of a little awkwardness. Uh, so Olivia gives the whole group, like, her math experience and uh, tells tells them all about it. Says, you know, yeah, I haven't spoken to them since we divorced. Uh, Chris explains how he and Olivia met. He apparently slid into her DMs. Um, in a confessional, Chris says he doesn't think Alyssa's going to cause drama. He just wants to make sure that, uh, that Olivia is as comfortable as possible. Uh, we get a scene where Steve, Mark, and Elijah are making tacos for everyone. Elijah is helping. He's not sitting in his usual perch, just watching everybody else do stuff. He's actually chopping up tomatoes. Right. He has on his uh, I'm talking with you, not at you shirt. Yeah. We, to show us he's really learned. Yes. Uh, Elijah asked Mark about his date. He says it was kind of weird to go on a date since it had been so long, but she was nice, uh, beautiful, you know, got no complaints. Uh, we we feel a shiver in the air, and then Alyssa pops up and out of nowhere. So, hey guys! Now, this was an interesting moment to kind of show you how to pull the curtain. Elijah one says he talked to Lindsay at the reunion and said that she would come here with good energy. That should show you that this whole thing yes, it has been planned plan since the reunion. <laughs> In case you had any doubts. There's so many holes in the story. So many holes. Y'all, y'all can get better at storytelling masks because this, this ain't your bag. Stick with reality. You're not good at, at, uh, at shooting, you know, plot television. Right. Uh, Steve says that, you know, Steve says that, you know, me and Alyssa are kind of in a similar situation. We don't know what we're going to get when Lindsay, you know, <laughs> when Lindsay gets here. Uh, cut to Lindsay outside arriving. Um, Alyssa says, well, you know, I'm just going to ignore her. Uh, and that's pretty much what she does uh, when, when Lindsay comes in. In a confessional, Lindsay says, the two people I didn't want to see, I see as soon as I walk in the door. Um, I hate the awkward silence. Everyone's being so weird. Uh, and in a confessional, Alyssa says she has no issue, you know, she doesn't want to cause any drama with Lindsay. You know, her beef, you know, is with Ryan or with this whole Ryan and Lindsay thing. So she's not going to start anything with Lindsay. Um, and when, when Lindsay leaves, Alyssa looks at Steve, she goes, was that awkward at all? <laughs> and Steve's like, no, I just, just think you don't, just, just don't engage. That's cool. Were you, were you disappointed? We got no Lindsay, Alyssa interaction, really? No, cause I'm over it. I, yeah. I think that like, what, what are y'all mad about at this point? What are y'all, y- y'all, y'all don't like, you don't like each other. I think that's where you can leave it. I don't think there's a, a reason to just go back and forth over nothing. Both of y'all are no longer like 
both of y'all don't need to be involved really because both of the marriages didn't work out. So there's really no reason for y'all to interact with each other. So I think it's fine to coexist. So I'm glad I that... Wish they, I wish they get over it and realize they should be best buddies because they're pretty much the same person. <laughs> oh my gosh. That would be weird. Uh, Jasmina asks Olivia if it's uh, if it's awkward to be there for everybody else because uh, you know she doesn't know any of them. She's like, no, it kind of reminds me of uh, of my cast. Like we hung out like this, uh, you know, right after our season two. Uh, and confessional, Jasmina says, uh, from what she can tell, Olivia is a good fit for Chris. Um, they could end up sleeping in the same room tonight. That was unnecessary. I did <laughs> yeah. think it was interesting that everybody was so in favor of Olivia. Like I thought it was really cool that Elijah was like. Olivia is like the girl version of Chris, <laughs> and they're like, "Do you like her?" <laughs> what is there not to like? She's Olivia. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, but you're saying it in like a blah. Like she's just like she's there. Why? Why dislike her? She's done nothing. When I see it as she's pleasant to have around, It'd be one thing if she was just like taking up space. But they enjoyed talking to her. They did. <laughs> Yes, they were literally. You're literally explaining Jasmina talking to her. I don't, I didn't get the sense that Jasmina enjoyed talking to her. Like I just think, like like I said, do something. Come on. Oh do something my other gosh. Than weird, awkward, small talk. Yeah, but I thought uh, it was interesting that uh, she didn't get to finish talking to her because Mike decided, hey, this is the perfect opportunity while you're talking to Olivia to uh, for us to have our talk, and so he comes up. He's like, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? It's kind of like bachelor style. Like, can I speak <laughs> to you for, for a moment? Minute? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so he's they take they go upstairs and uh, to to be you know, to have this conversation alone. And Mr. Feeney goes with them because he's there and Jasmina's dog. And I thought it was funny that there was a split moment where she looked at Mr. Feeney like she's serious looking at Mike. And then she looks at Mr. Feeney real quick and gives him like a little smile. And I do that with Pepper all the time. But it's just like, and I, and I was talking to my roommate about this. Like, I don't know why I do that. Because I, I smile as if it's like a polite, like smile that you would give like a stranger or something. But I just smile at her so she knows that like I'm acknowledging her. And like Jasmina did it with Mr. Feeney. Oh, I thought it was hilarious. Oh, brother. <laughs> but Mike basically just explains he got all uh, annoyed all over again at the reunion because he felt played. He felt like she was trying to paint a picture that he wasn't able to do the things that he said he was going to do. And she said, well, look, you know, you stopped talking to me before the reunion. He's like, yeah, he agrees. Like, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, you okay? You came over once. You went to you went to the hospital, with Miss me and Mister Feeney. But like, what what more did you do? I had to stop and, there. Be like, wait, wait, what happened to Mister Feeney? Like, we got a problem. I'm the same. I'm like, did he break a leg or what happened? This is important. We need to know. De- leaving out all the details. I'm invested in Feeney, right? And then Mike and the confessional is like, I'm disagreeing with a lot of what Jasmina is saying, but I feel like I have closure. Bruh, are you saying that what you said earlier is you coming over one time and then going to her on one vet visit? Is like you making time for her and you being there for the dog? Like, was that in his mind, those two things? He says, like, I can't wait to have this conversation with her to clear up some stuff. And then he proceeds not to talk in this conversation. Yeah. Like, what do you... Like what's what's happening? Like, the same thing happened at the reunion. Like 
he just stopped talking at a certain point. Now, I did find this interesting. Um, you know, when they had the preview for this episode last week, there were some scenes in the preview that they didn't show in the show. Like, mm-hmm. there's a scene where Jasmine is like, so do you think I deserve that as a friend? And then, like, some awkward, some weird laughter with whatever he said to her, which was totally cut out of this episode. So this that just shows, like, there's a lot more to this conversation that we didn't see. Yeah. And I'm just wondering what that was. Was there any footage of Michael talking? Because there was hardly any here with what we got. Hey, I would be, I wouldn't even... You wouldn't have even been mad if they did like a bonus footage episode next week of all the stuff we didn't see instead of rules for marriage. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Um, you know, just to get more context to a lot of these conversations. Yeah, I, I think for this season in particular, I don't remember feeling this way about any other season. I think the editing was very odd. Like there were just whole arguments and whole conversations that were cut off abruptly. And, you know, we didn't get any real resolution to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So I would say if I was to make a criticism about this season, that would be something. Because uh, a lot of stuff happened. You scratching my head going like, was that how that happened? It, it felt right. weirdly. So yeah, I think this is one of those instances where I'm not sure if Mike said anything more or what, but yeah, it wasn't sure. Yeah, so that was it. He, he carried Mr. Feeney down the stairs. That was so cute. <laughs> yeah. He's so cute. I would love Jasmina, if you were listening, I would love a play date with Pepper and Mr. Feeney. Fly us out to Boston. <laughs> <laughs> we can make it happen. We can have a play date in a heated igloo. Right. Um, then we move forward to dinner. A lot of nothing this year. Um, nothing, nothing, nothing. Lindsay enjoys the boys. She hikes three times a week, even though she's been there a month. Like, she has a routine now. But she, but one thing I did notice about this dinner, did you notice that Lindsay and Olajuwon both have a, a red hue in their eyes? As if oh, they have had a oh, rooftop yeah. moment, but at the getaway. Oh, uh, you think it was Lindsay? So let me hit that a little bit. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, I was like, oh, they, yeah, that, that well, definitely happened. Later in this episode, Lindsay definitely looks like she's on the influence of something, which is not a surprise for Lindsay. <laughs> Right. Um, then we had a couple of pullaways. Like, let me talk to you for a second. So Lindsay asked to talk to Steve. She apologized for her comment about making no money. He appreciates the apology. And they're having this conversation. And then at, there's a point that Noi comes in and she's like, Hey, do you, do you see like what he's, what he's explaining about taking accountability? And, you know, Lindsay, Starts to cry because she's like, y'all got the goal. Like, and she's like thinking about this is when I knew like, okay, for sure. They, you know, she's, she's floating on a cloud a little bit. (laughs) There was no point to this pull away with Steve. Yeah. I thought, I thought that moment, like, I was like, oh God, Lindsay's drunk again. But no, I think you are correct that she definitely hit something off of Elijah on because we know when Lindsay gets drunk, she gets belligerent. Mm-hmm. So maybe when she takes the other stuff, she gets a lot more mellow. It right. seemed like where her mood was at uh, yeah. in these moments. Yeah, that was Noi. And seeing Noi coming back up her man, I was like, okay, that's kind of cute. Like, Everybody just sees- run into these conversations like, hey, let, yeah. me, let me inject myself. Right. Because they're like, hey guys, we're filming in the living room, so we just need y'all to hold on. <laughs> 
Don't talk about anything crucial because we're not filming y'all. Um, yeah. And now I guess we got the most interesting pull away with Alyssa and Chris. Yeah. So <laughs> Alyssa, you know, comes to Chris and uh, says, hey, can I grab you for a minute? I thought it was interesting. Like Chris gets up, he taps uh, Olivia. He's like, hey, I'm leaving. And Olivia's like, I don't care. Right. <laughs> like, why are you, you tap me? <laughs> I just found that to be an interesting moment. Uh, so Alyssa tells Chris, she says, you know, it's nice to see you with someone. And uh, I'm really happy for you. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he, he literally just met her yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Not with her. I don't know what you're right. talking about, Alyssa. Uh, and, you know, she again says she's sorry about everything. And, you know, she, you know, I know that we both wish things are different. Um, and, you know, I just hope we can just move on and be cordial. Uh, you know, he tells her he appreciates her saying that. And, you know, <clears throat> they are now where they always could have been, which is, I, I guess is like being like decent friends. Like you didn't have to be such a, a dick to me. And we just could have been nice and cordial the whole time. And we could be friends right now, but you had to take the other way. Right. Uh, in a confessional, Alyssa says that, uh, you know, they're in a better place and, you know, can wish well for each other now. And Chris says in his confessional that this apology feels a lot more genuine, uh, you know, opposed to the one at the reunion that came with a bunch of qualifiers, which very good point. I agree. Uh, this was yeah. this was her finally, like literally, finally after seven months, finally talking to him as if he's a human being, and it was yeah. just like finally you are talking to him in a pleasant way and seeing him rather than whatever you were doing before. Yeah, because one of the reunion was literally just her looking back at him, like saying sorry, and then going back to mm -hmm. talking to Kevin. And so, yeah, I think she realized. I think the reunion. You know, her stance was extremely defensive. Mm -hmm. So she, you know, she felt like she didn't have time to really give a, a complete apology because she was too busy trying to defend herself. Yeah. So I, I think this is a more relaxed environment. And, you know, I'm sure that she tapped a cameraman and was like, okay, now I'm going to make the apology. Make sure that you're in good spot because I'm going to do it now. I'm right. going to bring him over here and apologize. Make sure you get it because I'm not <laughs> doing this twice. Exactly. Then we just end the episode with everybody playing flip cup. And uh, we get these like sign offs, basically. Yeah. <laughs> from everybody. I don't know which one stood out to you. Um, I mean, a lot. Another really stood out to me. Like, uh, Alyssa says she's thinking about moving to Texas again, aka Cowboy Central. I'm like, oh my gosh. Says yeah. she's a good person again. Um, but yeah. Laughs. I, yeah, laughs. And uh, so, not a lot of people. It was pretty much what you would think. Right. Uh, you know, my, kid, my girl Jasmina, she says say, people can say what they want about this attitude, but I am going to treat my next guy great. <laughs> Listen, I want I, uh, Jasmina knows about her attitude, okay? So I we're not wrong to put it out. Yeah. Yes, yes. No one ever said she doesn't have an attitude. Just, I feel like some people out there uh, by the name of Mari uh, came at me because I said she had an attitude. But Jasmine herself said it. Okay. What we're saying is it's okay to have an attitude. You just have to be able to uh, direct it in the right place. Well, she did. In an appropriate situation. Yeah. She's not perfect. Okay. I, that's all I've been saying. I don't know why I'm getting uh, <laughs> torn down on the internets. Whatever, Jason. For saying true facts. <laughs> but that's another topic for another time. Um. Mark the Shark did say the future is bright and he's going to wear shades. So, nice pin in the season. That's it. Yeah, that's a good way to end the season with a little, 
you know, blurbs from everybody. I, yeah, I, I like the way they me. did that. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. Um, but what a great season! Twenty episodes, we did it. Twenty freaking episodes. So, uh, you know, I know it's really soon after the season, but where would you put this? We're at, we're at this is season fourteen. Would you put it? Let's let's round it up to fifteen. Would you put it in the, you know, first third, second third, or lower third? Um, I might have to put it. I might have to put it in the second third. It was very middle of the road. I did enjoy some of the people, but it it's not in my mind like the first season I'm gonna think of. If someone's like, "Hey, I really I've been really meaning to check out Married at First Sight." There are a few other seasons I would recommend before that. Like if the top of my head, I would be like, okay, check out season 10, check out season 11. Um, I would even dare to say, I mean, I I feel like that's just such recency bias to just go 10, 11, 12. I mean, there were definitely some seasons before that that were interesting um, to just watch or even just see how some of the couples played out. So, but but I, I don't think this is like a bottom tier. It'd probably be towards the bottom of the middle tier for me. What about you? I'd say I'd probably put it at the top of the middle tier. Uh, almost breaking into the top tier. Probably mm, probably second from the top of the middle mm-hmm. tier. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, so I, I think it was a good season. It provided good uh, good drama, good fights. Which is something I'm looking for, mm-hmm. uh, and it was a it was a successful season in terms of what Mass would probably consider successful. I think uh, for Mass track record, anything more than one couple still together by this where are they now special is a success, right? So yeah, successful in that way. I think the the drama was good, if not a little repetitive. Um, by the middle of the season, that that drags it down a little bit because we it felt like we were having some of the same fights. Uh-huh. Uh, but I feel like the Alyssa of it all really propels it for me because yeah. that was something we've never seen before um, in that way. So that, yeah. that really contributed to my enjoyment of the season. We we got into some really lean days there by the end where we were just like, how like we were, I think we even said on the podcast like, how can I say the same thing in a different way because right. the same stuff happened. So in in those moments, it was a little like shaky. I think overall, very good season. Yeah, I yeah, it it was a solid season. Um, I'm glad that we do have two successful couples coming out of it. I hope that they stay together for the long haul. Um, and I hope that the rest of the people, the other, because it's five couples total, so uh, the other six people, I hope they find happiness, um, in some form or fashion. I'm sure and, we'll see one or two of them on the next seasons. Where are they now? Special, right. <laughs> Right. Coming to date one so of the happened to be in peoples. San Diego. Yeah. Yes. So guys, thank you so much for sticking with us this season. We will be, like we said, we'll we will be back for season fifteen that is taking place in San Diego's first season on the West Coast. And we will be back in between now and then at some point. Just subscribe to our Love at First Sight feed and you'll know when. Uh we are going to do a special bonus off-season podcast because we were able to hit 80 ratings. We're now at 136 ratings the last time I checked. So thank you all so much for just showing love all season long. 
um, and sticking with us all season. Yeah, it'd be, it would be, I mean, if you guys want to show us, shower us even more love, it would be great to get to 150 by the start of next season, just for us to Whoa, get a, just a off interesting season love. <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, I think we, you know, I think we deserve it. I think we deserve yeah. it. Get us to 150 before the next season starts. That'd be really a nice number to start on, uh, a nice milestone to start next season with. <laughs> yeah. Um, and who knows? We might fly you out somewhere. No, yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> we gotta check flights, but right. We'll see. Um, before we get into our plugs, I do want to shout out another podcast that is under the umbrella of Rob has a podcast uh, that is a special series for the month of June. The Pride has spoken. It's an, an exciting new project uh, created by Grace Leader Matt Scott and Evie Jagoda. Dr. Evie Jagoda. Here are some um, some things about it. So the Pride of Spoken is all about celebrating LGBTQIA plus survivors. So you're going to be hearing Evie talk to different survivor players that are part of the LGBTQ community. And the first episode dropped this week, dropped on June 1st with Bryce Isaiah, who you did hear on this podcast earlier on in the season. So you can hear Bryce um, and his experience in uh, as a survivor player, uh, as a part of the LGBTQ community. Uh, there's going to be even more interviews along the way with Evie. So I've, I've seen some exciting people coming. So very excited about that. Uh, so make sure you subscribe at the Rob has a website dot com slash survivor feed. They are they also have merch. So they're going to be selling the Pride Has Spoken shirts uh, at Rob has a website dot com slash pride shirt. And all proceeds are going to support Genderbender, which is an organization that provides advocacy, education, and support for trans and gender nonconforming people in the Southern United States. Uh, so go my, check it out. I'll take my money I was going to use on a I'm a good personal sweatshirt and buy one of those shirts, I guess. Perfect. I, I did listen to <laughs> uh, to that episode um, Me too. today, actually. Yes. Uh, it was a fantastic interview. Um, yes. Bryce is, you guys know if you heard um, the Bryce's episode on this podcast that he is always a hoot. Uh, this was no different. Um, so yeah, fantastic interview with Bryce there. Yeah, and Evie did a great job navigating the conversation. I yes. met them in well, we both met them in New York. Just such a great person. Um, so um, yeah, I can't say enough good things, and they couldn't stop saying enough good things about each other either on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that was funny. Uh, so definitely go check it out once again. website dot com slash survivor feed. So Jason. What are you up to? Uh, as always, you can find me on Twitter at J-A-Y-R-1085. Um, this is a week of endings for me of sorts. Um, this season of Mass here is ending, and I, we just did a podcast uh, ending the series This Is Us. We look, took a little look back at the series as a whole to talk about it. Um, I usually do that podcast with my co-host, Marissa Garza. This week, we had special guests on. We had Sarah Ferguson. And someone that you were all familiar with, uh, my co-host for this podcast, Asia Welch, was on that podcast before the Woo-hoo. This Is Us retrospective. We had a great time, had a fun time talking about the show that we both really enjoy. Um, so also, you can find me this week on the 90 Day Fiance podcast uh, on this here network uh, for Hap Ups. I was there with Kuya. We talked about the nonsense 90 Day. If you're not watching 90 Day Fiance and you're mm. watching this show, what are you doing? Like, it's they're kind of cousin shows. They're all yes. crazy people doing crazy nonsense things. So uh, if you watch 90 Day Fiance, you can check me out over there. Uh, yeah, that's it for me this week. How about you, Adrian? 
Yeah, y'all can follow me as always on Twitter at Asia, like Asia, A-Y-S-H-A, like A-S-A-A. Yes, I joined Jason to talk about This Is Us over on Post Show Recaps. Had a great time. Uh, it was nice walking down memory lane, just thinking about the, uh, This Is Us as, as a series, as a whole. Um, it's very rare that I can just show up to a podcast with no notes. And I did that. And it was just great, you know, uh, just because I've always just loved watching it and just been so invested in their storylines. It was like I was talking about family members. <laughs> um, I also was on the shit 90s pod talking about Boy Meets World. We talked about uh, season six, episodes three and four. So we had a great time um, talking about that. I filled in for Sarah Ferguson. Um, I was over there with Jess Sterling. And so we had a great time talking about Boy Meets World. Love that show. Um, and then I also will be joining the crime scene crew with two great friends of this podcast, Mari Forth and Sarah Carradine. We will be talking about an episode of Devoured, which is on Vice, um, talking about the Bluebell uh, Listeria situation. I love Bluebell, grew up with Bluebell, grew up thinking Bluebell was the only type of ice cream because <laughs> I just exclusively ate Bluebell. Um, so this this uh, this situation rocked, rocked my world <laughs> as it did a lot of people in Texas. So um, that will be coming out this weekend. Or no, it comes out on Tuesdays. It's going to be coming out on Tuesday. So this coming Tuesday, check it out. Um, and I think you can find it at robhasawebsite.com slash crime feed. Um, and yeah, that's, this is it for, for uh, Married at First Sight. But like I said, we will be back for an off-season podcast and definitely for uh, the premiere of season 15 on July 6th. But yeah, Jason, this was fun. Nice yeah, running was, into you. It was fun bumping into you. We just decided to, uh, you know, unplanned to do this podcast. I'm glad we, we decided to do that. Right. All right. Well, then I'll see you later. <laughs> see ya. Bye. Okay. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.